Hi guys, this is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio all over the hockey universe No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you coming men enough for all of us. And anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 57 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the often imitated but never duplicated, the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. We're broadcasting live on Wednesday, March 25th, 2020. This is franchise episode number 244 all time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder. And for your listening pleasure, for the next little while, we'll be talking to Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues Hockey. Follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio. My handle is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note. Jeff's is at JPonder94. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on the Facebook. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel where this show is broadcast live each and every week during the season. Barring any virus outbreaks, this shuts down the world, I guess. Uh, for those of you watching the live show on YouTube right now, feel free to comment in the live chat. Uh, we'll address what we can. And the world-famous website is letsgoblues.com, where you can listen or watch past episodes of the show, browse the fan discussion forum, as well as get some cool St. Louis Blues-themed T-shirts and stickers that helps support the show. Sorry for the late start, guys. We uh, had some technical difficulties, uh, which is not uh, unusual in the world of podcasting. So... I think it's actually pronounced technological differences. Technological differences in the world mm-hmm. of podcasting is a quite a common thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And uh, we have a guest with us today, uh, Angela Sharp. Thank you for joining us, Angela. She, she, she's waving to those of you who are podcasting later. I, so just know that she's telling you hi as well. <laughs> Happy to be here. Sorry. <laughs> she's a good liar. <laughs> I am the worst liar ever. You can ask anybody. My face will tell the story. Like, I will say the lie, but the face says the truth. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll look out for that. <laughs> uh, 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 Bill uh, has joined us, and he... <laughs> uh, he looks a, great tonight, he, by the way. Yeah, he, he had some issues, too. So he's... Uh, Bill, are you with us? Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, we can oh, hear you. Oh, we love you, Bill. Oh, We're so Bill. happy to hear you. Reunited and it feels awesome. so good. <laughs> he just he just spilled his beer, he said. <laughs> it's just one thing after another for Bill. So I, I, I am... This is the most perfect night of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, before we get into things, we have a, a few things, a few announcements. Uh, Jeff... Okay, so you had a you had a contest that uh, you're and you're giving away a Bennington T-shirt. Yeah, I've got it right here actually. Yeah. Um, pull it up here for those of you YouTubing the show. 
right here. The Bennington beer shirt. Not nervous. Um, we are going to give this away right now. And I will say the giveaway was pretty cool. Um, is So what it was was uh, you had to retweet a post from the Let's Go Blues Radio Twitter page. You had to like it. And you had to reply with your favorite picture or gif of the Blues' 2019 uh, Stanley Cup championship. So I will say, go through, find this thread, because uh, it's it's just, honestly, it's really fun to look at when you're feeling down. And I think right now a lot of people are. So I recommend uh, giving that a look. But without further ado, I think it's adieu. time we name our winner. Adieu. Adieu. Adieu to you, Without too. further adieu. You say it like you say, led you, like, led like you. you're led the, you. Upper, the upper upper class, led you. Uh, our winner is Amber Renee, Twitter uh, uh, name, Amber Renee 21. So, Amber, if you hear this, when you hear this, make sure you reach out to us. Uh, send us a tweet. Send us a DM. Congratulations on your victory. You will be receiving that beautiful Bennington shirt. Uh, and by the way, for those of you wondering what she tweeted, it was a picture of the crying, well, it was a gif of the crying uh, uh, Brad Marchand. So that one was our winner. Congratulations. <laughs> That's classic. And, and like I said, there are some great pictures in there from people took themselves and people that posted gifts and just, you know, their favorite pictures from the parade. There's some great stuff in that. So I recommend uh, taking a look there if you haven't already. Uh, so let's see what else we got here before we let's let's well, we have Angela here. Angela, if for those of you who don't know, and our audience should know, I don't know why they, how they wouldn't, but uh, she is the uh, she's a Jewel Award winner for Best Field Reporter. She is uh, currently uh, on air uh, TV host on the Daily Mix, which is a weekly show on SCL TV. <laughs> uh, in, addi in addition to that, Angela is one of the pregame hosts for uh, before St. Louis. Cardinals home games, and mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about that before uh, the show, so we'll get into that. Uh, she's a silent reporter, web reporter, and in-game host for the St. Louis Ambush, who had their season yeah. cut short, uh, <laughs> like everybody else, uh, as well as a web, web reporter for Worldwide Technology Raceway in Madison, mm -hmm. Illinois, and she was the on-air personality right. for WIL 92.3 FM for three years. Yes. Also, so. she was a oh, rodeo LinkedIn? clown. <laughs> She was a rodeo clown for four I, years as well. I really want to be a rodeo clown. Who doesn't? I, I, so me? Fun. Me? I don't. I. I, <laughs> I mean. What? I, with a bull? I, with a horse? Yes. Oh, guys. With see, a bull? See, I, Kurt, you're, yes. Kurt, you're the weird one now. You're the weird one for not. Oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. Uh, yeah. You know what? That's I've so seen fun. I've seen cowboys get destroyed. Well, you know the cows. You never the cows. You don't see the clowns get destroyed. You see that you see the the cowboys get destroyed once in a while. Right. But the clowns, yeah, the clowns. I imagine you have to go to clown school for this because <laughs> some. Kind. I think there's probably a lot more involved to it to make sure you don't get like speared. You know. So. Yeah. But I learn. I mean, I've seen the. That's exactly the, why we brought Angela on the show to talk about clown college and radio <laughs> clowns. <laughs> Well, stuff. I haven't been to Cloud College yet. Yet, yet. Yeah, That's there's the always world. hope. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I think actually, I think it'd be quicker to list this off the jobs in St. Louis she hasn't done because I've got stuff here that just like it's just a non nonstop list of stuff. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Angela Sharp. Yeah. It's with two L's That's and right. an E at the end of the Sharp. Yes, that's uh, me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> welcome to the show again. Uh, thank you for hey, joining thanks. us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we need to 
first off, ask you what is on everyone's mind. How many rolls of toilet paper do you have right now? Oh, <laughs> guys, you know what? It, it was very dangerous. When people were stealing the toilet paper left and right, I was down to my last two rolls, but <laughs> I recently went to the store and they had some, so I'm good to go. <laughs> I, did, oh I didn't take like 40. I just took like the standard four pack. Like a so, re, real <laughs> yeah. quick, I have one. I want to tell a story about something that happened in my house. So, about a month ago, I went to Sam's, and while I was at Sam's, my wife texted me, "Hey, can you stop at Schnooks and get some toilet paper?" And I was like, "I'm not going to leave Sam's, go to Schnooks, then go home. I'll just get the giant thing here." You know, okay. there's only three of us in my house, but I'm like, "I'm just going to get it. We've got room in the basement. We'll store all the extra stuff down there." I come home and she's like, why did you get all that? That's crazy. We don't need all that. And I'm like, well, we're going to use it eventually. Right. Well, what happens just a couple weeks later, all of a sudden nobody has toilet paper and I look like a fucking genius. Thank you. Thank do you, you world. Do you know what I did? What'd you do? Right off the bat. When I saw that the toilet paper was flying off the shelves, I, I bought a bidet. Nice. That's what I did. Yeah. I don't feel like that's, the logical step, but that's all right. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, unless they shut the water off, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm good to go. And I, I'm telling you, I, I've never uh, felt cleaner. It's, it's it's pretty wonderful. It's a little too much information. I didn't realize we were going to know you right. that well. If, if you ain't well. tried it, don't knock until you tried it. So as I said, the things that we will talk to Angela about on this show, toilet paper, bidets, and rodeo clowns. <laughs> <laughs> bidets, bidet uh, and a half. If you're if you're if you're a Scrubs fan, that's it, I mean, if you've seen that's okay. That's from that. Anyway. Uh, Angela, first I want to ask though, real quick, for those of you who don't uh, uh maybe don't know what the daily mix is, uh go ahead and give our audience an idea of what that is and what you do. Yes, this is a real question. Yeah, this is a real question. Yeah. So the daily mix <laughs> is a fun, upbeat show about what's going on in and around St. Louis. And I always have a guest on that could be somebody interesting or fun or whatever. Usually it's a, you know, somebody local and awesome. I had Chingy on recently, so he was a lot Ooh. of fun. And yeah, you just, you never know what you can find on the mix. So you guys should watch. So kind of like a, a cooler version of Show Me St. Louis, right? Uh, I like like a more like, yeah, cool. I don't want to say that, but yeah. a little more. <laughs> Less mom, more hip. Right. Exactly. Oh, cool. Okay. And you yeah, can watch it. Right. You can watch it online can you too. Watch it? Yeah. You can watch it online too. Yeah. You can watch it. It, it airs. So I tape on Mondays and it airs every day of the week, but you can watch it on YouTube on our Instagram channel on STL TV. So check it out. You guys you had, are not doing nothing anyway. So <laughs> you, uh, a while back you had a friend of the show, Jeff Jones on uh, your show. I uh, sure yeah. did. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I had yeah. Jeff Jones on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, so Jeff Jones has been back. on there, but I haven't been? What the hell? Ponder, I'm, when we come back to studio shows, you'll be invited. I am from, I am the St. Louis's favorite Jeff, and you've had Jeff Jones on. That's, that's <laughs> blasphemous. Jeff's, Jeff's got the alliteration, though, the double J going on. It's, it's, a, it's That's it's true. You say. know what, that's a good point. That's it's way more say. interesting true. than anything I can provide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Angela, uh, you went, you grew up in St. Louis. Yes, I did. And yes. You, born and raised. Uh, uh, high school. Where'd you go to? Webster Which, Groves. Webster Groves. The wings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the so, wings. And, Very and good. You, you played uh, basketball in high school. I, Is that right? 
Yeah, why do you know all this information about me? I, you know we what? We called your old basketball coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's here with me now. No. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> Surprise. I'm like, why do you know this? I'm so confused. <laughs> no, I just, I, I was, I, 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 you, you mentioned that you've played, but yeah, I, I prepare myself for, for guests to come on the show. You do, yes. I mean, a I little did bit. play basketball. So, uh, yeah. so you consider yourself, do you still play? I mean, you played in like a charity no. tournament uh, recently. I played in it, yeah. 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 I, I did the charity tournament and I realized that, um, I kind I didn't forget how to play, but I forgot how worn out you can get if you haven't been like running. I haven't been doing <laughs> running or suicides or anything. So I got a little winded quickly, but you know what came back right away? is the aggressive when you hit people really hard to get the ball back. I ended up like hitting one of our aldermen. Really, I almost knocked him out, but he, he understood it was okay, but it was aggressive. Uh, so uh, when, when did you realize that you wanted to go into broadcasting? What, what kind of triggered that for you? To be honest with you, I don't know that I ever realized I wanted to do it until recently. I know that sounds stupid, but um, my degree is in elementary education. It was just kind Whoa. of one of those. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I didn't think know that, that was going to be a thing. Right? <laughs> Does that surprise you, you, Jeff? What? Yeah, no, I've, I've known her for, what, 16 years now? And I did not know that. I deal with you really well, though. Didn't, doesn't that kind of fit? It, it, that explains everything. <laughs> kind of. I would hate to say found me, but I was in um, college when I got the blues job. And that's kind of when I was like, oh, this is fun. I want, I could do this. And then let's see what else there is to do. And it just kind of snowballed from there. But you did something way more important than the blues before you did the blues job. What, what hockey team did you work with? <laughs> I, ha I have the shirt right here since we were talking about it before we went on. Pull I that shirt on up. Missouri River Otters. Yeah, Sweet. River Otters. That is where I, where Angela and I met. Angela, let me ask yes. you. One of my friends, uh, we we moved for the All Star Game. You were there. Um, what, yeah. what league was that? UHL. Yeah, UHL All Star Game. Yeah. My friend okay. held up a sign that said, "Angela, I'm pregnant." Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, I actually do remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I yep. do. Big, big, like six foot four guy, like 230 pounds. Yes. And he holds up a sign that says, Angela, I'm pregnant. And you love it. I do. I did. I did love it. It was hysterical. I absolutely remember that. You wouldn't. I mean, Good that's times. not one of those things you forget. I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah. You ever had anyone else? Let me, let's ask this. Have you ever had anyone else hold up an I'm pregnant sign? I, no, that is the only one in the history of time. I'll okay. be sure to tell him that. Uh, next next yeah. Cardinal game I go to, I'm bringing a sign. Oh, please do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually going to paint across our chests. Angela, I'm pregnant. <gasps> oh, that's a lot of people. I was like 20 people or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Seven or, alone in my name. That's a lot of people. Or, or three. Yeah. One word on each. Let's not get crazy. we got three words, three people. That's good to go. We'll all get oh, really okay. fat, so we we get some more girth on us. Yeah, and then we'll do it. Okay, let's do that. That's a lot of commitment to that role, but okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's, you're not an actor getting deep. paid to to be in a movie, millions of dollars to put on, hundred pounds in three months, right? Right. Uh, so back in the day, Angela, you uh, you hung out at Wild Country. Is that? Uh, I sure did. Yeah. Collinsville. I Col did. Collinsville, Illinois. 
The, he loved Wild Country. You know, the Washington University, the student paper, called Wild Country one of the best country nightclubs in the world. Whoa. Back in the day. Wow. So, um, you know what? I'll give it that. I'll give it that. So, I've been to a, quite a few line dancing bars, but I'll, I'll, that was Wild Country was the best. It was fun. Wild, what, what, so, go ahead. Wild Country is basically how I got the blues job. Okay. The guy that was the director of the TV show that they made at Wild Country was, at the time, also the director of the St. Louis Blues in-game stuff. So that's basically how that all came to be. Hmm. Nice. That's how yeah, you network. Yeah. That's how you, like, that's, 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 that's impressive. And, and you, and uh, so when you, now you used to go there before you had the WIL show. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Did, were you? Okay, were you a Friday night person or a Saturday night person? I was a Thursday night person. Thursday night. Okay. Whoa, whoa! See, I, that's that's crazy talk right there. I had it. I had to get up early on Friday morning. Uh, uh, I, I asked because Friday night was the 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 famous thongathons that they had. Yeah, that's why I didn't go on Fridays. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot to and take in. Kurt, Kurt actually performed on Friday, so it worked mm. out for him. Uh, I, I I wish I could like roll with that is joke a, for a while. But is there no. a photo of this? Is there <laughs> no. some evidence? Go back to our hundredth show. I'm sure there is. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thongs on the hundredth show. Yeah, we we were we wore thongs on our hundredth show for uh, Yep, Let's Go Blues Radio. Well, like a lot most, of, didn't most of us wore them outside of our pants because it was a request from a listener. <laughs> most of us. <laughs> yeah, I wore them outside my jeans. Oh, oh, okay. If you could guess which one of us wore it on the, you know, you could probably guess. It's pretty easy. And, and stood yeah. up and showed them off, too. That was. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll send you it still. Oh, <laughs> Oh, great. So I can keep it and look at it forever. You know what? I think, I think, I think that YouTube, that, that, that video is on the old YouTube account too, but after we got, we got blocked, we got shut down by YouTube mistakenly. Uh, I think it's on the other, the other account. Why yeah. We were shut down for using our own music. YouTube. What happened? No, 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 no. YouTube. Uh, it was a naming convention for the, for the head, for the titles of each week. We named them the, the, we started off each show each week with the title of the season and the episode number. And uh, that was apparently considered spam because every week we started off the title with the exact same thing. Season eight episode, season, well, season five, episode this, oh. even so. And so they, they, they flagged the computer flagged that as spam, locked our account right before we we're going to do a show one week. That kind of sucked. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And so it took, it took a couple of months before they actually uh, got to talk to somebody, a live person and get that fixed. But we had, we had moved the stuff over to our other account by then. So that was, it was, it was, it was a big hairy deal. At least for us. Yeah. So, uh, your 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 first broadcasting gig was what? I mean, I guess technically it would have been college. Um, Slough basketball games. I I did some MC work at Slough basketball. It's kind of the the in game. So, uh, yeah. In game, in game stuff like yeah. you did with the Blues. Okay. Yep. So was that mm -hmm. that was before River Otters? Was that right before? S same time. Same time. Same time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you did that too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, 
so uh, how how long did you do the WIL uh, uh, thing? It was three years, right? And three you, years. I was, yeah. I was gonna say that the 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 show you hosted at Wild Country. How long did you do that? Um, just a, so there was a bunch of us that would rotate through. So it's you know a couple times, but that that right there was my probably favorite thing because I went line dancing at Wild Country way before I ever got the job. And then you get to host the show and it's kind of like that full circle moment when you like, oh, hey, like this is, you know, maybe the right path to be rolling down. It's pretty cool. Your uh, your grandfather, Walter Sharp, who mm-hmm. you, you mentioned uh, passed away years ago, uh, was yeah. recently inducted into the St. Louis Amateur Hockey Hall of Fame, which last year. Uh, he's a member of the 2019 class that was inducted. So, and he was president of the, uh, Missouri, uh, amateur hockey and, yeah, and Kirkwood and, okay. And he had had a great impact on, on hockey in St. Louis. So, and you attended that event. And so how, how was that event and how, and what did that mean? Oh my gosh. It, it, it was, I mean, that was just, it was really nice. Um, all of us in the family kind of learned the hockey or got the hockey bug from him. I, you know, both my uncles, his sons played as long as they could. They were both goalies like him. My, my brother tried to play as long as he could. He wasn't crazy enough to be a goalie. And then myself and my si- my sister was on Blue Crew. So my sister was on Blue Crew. I did the in-game stuff for the Blues. Like, we all just had this, like, hockey bug. So when he got inducted into it, that was that was really very, very special. And, um, you know, he's been gone for 20 years, almost 20 years now. So, I mean, it's a long time. So when they were asking me to like give them more information, like I don't, I have very limited information. My mom had very limited information, but what was great about that event was so many men were coming over and they were talking to me and telling me what he had done to help the sport of hockey afterward. That was the thing that was like, oh, I'm so glad he's here. Cause they would come up and they'd be like, hi, I'm so and such. And I'm so glad it's about time he was inducted. And it like kind of, it almost makes me get a little emotional right now, but my brother accepted the award on his behalf. So it's, it's just really nice. I really, really enjoy that event. That's a, that's a great event. So you were, uh, you, you said 20, 20 years ago, he passed away. So that would make mm-hmm. you like seven or eight when he passed away. Was that- yeah. We were all very young, very, very young. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as someone who, who speaks to the, you know, a, a, a relative who passed i mean obviously i knew my dad very well but sometimes i talk to maybe a, a co-worker that i didn't know and you know he'll come he'll message me and oh i loved your dad i remember this time he did this and it's like whoa i i didn't know that he did that and that he was so involved with this like hearing those stories from other people was it something that that kind of was like an eye-opening experience for you yeah, you know, I always knew that he had a great deal to do with hockey. I mean, he was trying to get the sport of hockey to be big in St. Louis before the Blues were even here. So he, I heard stories about him going from high school to high school to try to get guys that would want to play against each other. Um, he ended up playing in a men's league with Scotty Bowman. So I'd heard those oh, wow. stories you know, growing up. I, I knew that kind of stuff. But it was other stuff that the guys would come up to me to tell me about, like, and kind of a lot of those just, like, funny stories, like, do you know why he was a goalie? No, I didn't know why he was a goalie. And then this one guy told me that they were cleaning up an ice, like him and uh, this guy were cleaning up ice rinks. That was like their gig that they did. And after like somebody got off the ice, they had gotten a new pair of goalie pads. And he was like, hey, kid, throw these away. And he threw them to my grandfather. And my grandfather was like, no, I'm going to be a goalie now. So he went and, you know, decided he was going to be a goalie. And, you know, my mom has tons of stories and stuff, but that was the thing. It was like, 
one of those things, because you see who else is being inducted and you're like, oh, okay, like, I just wish I had more stories to tell, but then to have everybody else come up and, and share their story and tell you how, you know, it was great to have him in there. And that was, that was very special. Um, you're, let's see, you, uh, currently work with the ambush. And like I mentioned earlier that that yeah. was, uh, the season was cut short. They missed the playoffs. So I guess it doesn't matter if they resume because the ambush are, are done. Right. Well, I yeah, mean, so the, the, whole, the whole season is done. Right. Um, the, they canceled the season, which was unfortunate because they canceled that right before our last two home games of the season. I love home games. I think it was just a ton of fun to watch though. You guys really should come out, come out, hang out. You know, Great I went time. to uh, the, the last time I was at, uh, I, I keep meaning to go out there to see a game. I, I, the last time I was there was, my gosh, it was the ambush. It was a long time ago. Uh, it was, uh, it, I've been in the family arena, I think twice in my life. And I think that was uh, ambush both times. And it was a long time ago. Because didn't the ambush, they were here and they left and they came back? Is that correct? Yeah, well, right. the ambush, yep. yeah, they, they were, yeah. They were once, you know, the steamers and everything at the arena. Yeah. And then the ambush were here and then they're gone. And then they, yeah are now back, but it's, it's a ton of fun. You know, there's a lot of music playing and there's me handing out pizzas and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I've, I've never been to an ambush game, but I've, I've been to the St. Louis football club out in Fenton and that's a lot of fun. Live soccer is a lot of fun to come to. Did, uh, it really is. have you, have you been to a steamers game, Jeff before I, I went to, no, a, I never, never went to steamers. I no. probably went to four or five, uh, at the arena, the old arena. And uh, a buddy of mine uh, in grade school, his older sister uh, dated Solobo for. Oh, nice! Yeah, their goalie for I don't know a while. So that was kind of that was kind of cool. Who's uh, who's the ambush's best player, Angela? Well, uh, actually, Duka is up for I think Rookie of the Year. So if you guys feel like it, you guys should go vote for him. So. Oh, maybe we'll do that. Um, Paul, Paul, I, the goaltender is also really awesome. There's a lot of really good guys. And the really fun thing about that is that there are, after certain games, the guys will come out in the field and fans can come on the field and, and meet them up close. And that's really a big kick for, like, especially kids. Kids feel that that's really cool. So That's, that's great. Uh, how do you know that all the uh, ambush players listen to this show? So you just singled out <laughs> one guy. So now you are That's public okay. enemy number one. <laughs> I singled out two guys. I said two people's names. That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, you only, what, left out, what, 20 people? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill is messaging us. He, his, his audio is not working. And he was, uh, he's all about, uh, Bill's all about the soccer. He's a huge yeah, soccer oh, yeah. fan. Big soccer fan. And he was all about uh, ready to talk about the steamers. So he's uh, he's a little down about that. So Bill, Bill, Bill. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about the NHL team stepping up to pay their employees during the stoppage. I assume the ambush haven't come forward with that to for their employees or whatnot to. You know what? Take I think we're all just in a. Yeah, I think we're all just in a shock right now that everything has been canceled. I'm, I'm sure that'll come up. I'm not really concerned about this is a great organization so i'm not really concerned about what they're going to say about all that but i mean everybody there's just so wonderfully nice i think everybody is just trying to figure out how to live their life stuck in their house for the i don't know foreseeable future especially you know, when you funny. have kids and you got to teach the kids uh be a teacher and a and uh, i'm so oh glad i don't have any kids for that reason <laughs> oh my gosh it's a lot of work I, I work i work in the basement uh now and um I hear my wife upstairs with my seven-year-old, and I'm just like, I am so happy that I'm able to work from home because otherwise that would be me, and that sounds horrible. 
<laughs> no, I, yeah, it, it doesn't look like that'd be a ton of fun, guys. Yeah, no, I'm working here, work from home, because I can I can do all my stuff from home, and my my kids are over here, and they're 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 doing they're they're seven and ten, or eight and ten, they're doing their schoolwork, and it's I'm like at constant project questions from every which direction, and it, it it's a madhouse. It, it's not it's uh it it's interesting. I'll, I'll say that. You know what's I, funny I is imagine. that we uh I was telling the wife I'm like yeah you know gotta gotta do our quarantine show now and she goes is, is that any different than how you guys normally broadcast I go you know for us it's the exact same but for everybody else in the world yes it's a lot different <laughs> yeah so, it's really different uh last season you had a Angela you had a stint working for the Tampa Bay Rays yes and, and then uh, so and how how was that how was that experience for you I know awesome. you awesome <laughs> I, I love the Tampa Bay Rays. So, you know, it was basically right from the blues. I went to the Tampa Bay Rays and I worked one full season for the Rays. And then the first month of month and a half of their secondary season last season, wonderful organization. Everybody there is so wonderfully nice, you know, total outsider. I knew nobody. I had no friends or family in Florida. I'm just all by myself. And they all kind of really took to me just really cool. And that first season that I worked for them, that team was, I mean, great. You know, they had, at that time, they had 91 wins, I think, for the season, which I don't want to say it, but was more than the Cardinals had that same season. So it's a great little, great little place, great little gig. You know, what's funny is we were in uh, Gulf Shores uh, the, the summer you were there, and I said to my wife, I'm like, I want to go to Tampa just so I can like see Angela do a baseball game. And she's like, you realize that's like the creepiest and weirdest thing you've ever said. Right. And I'm like, no, I no. used to love watching her at the blues games. Like this would be fun to see her do baseball. But I'm like, yeah, it probably is weird to drive what, like eight hours to just see that. Hey, I would have been flattered. You know what? It's really funny. You guys, uh, there was a ton of fans, blues fans, that would come to Rays games. And I guess it was on various vacations or whatnot. But there was a family that came once all in their blues gear. And I hadn't seen them out of the corner of my eye until they started yelling, let's go blues, let's go. And I was like, <laughs> so that was like a ton of fun. There was a, a lot of St. Louisans made their way down there for a game or two, I guess. It was pretty neat. Were you were you back and forth between Tampa and St. Louis? Or where did you did you live yeah. down there for? Okay. So you, so you kind of commuted. I it was commuted, Tampa, St. Louis, here. and Nashville, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I had a place here, yeah. and a place in Tampa, and I rented a room in Nashville. So all my money was going to rent, but, you know, you know, <laughs> it works. <laughs> hey, as long as you can afford flights and food, that's all you need, right? Yeah, I was flying back here to do, like, the daily mix and that kind of stuff, and then I was go flying to Nashville to do some work down there and then flying back to Tampa and... Yeah, you know, kind of, kind of crazy, but it was worth it. Uh, so speaking of the the Blues, uh, most of our listeners probably know you from your days as the in-game host Hi. of the St. Louis Blues. Uh, and you held the job for 11 years uh, from 07. 11 to, years, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. But the Blues made an interesting decision prior to last season when it seemed like they weren't going to bring her back. On, on social media, quite a few people caught wind of this, and there was a movement to try and get the Blues to bring you back. Uh, but in you know, in the end, they seem pretty unresponsive and, and went in a different direction. So, can you talk? Can you talk a little about about what happened there? Or I, yeah. I, what, what the communication was with the Blues, or if there was any, and what the, and how what yeah, the reason sure. they gave you for not bringing it back? Yeah, I mean, I think I've been pretty transparent about this in in my own personal social media posts. 
Um, but a lot of people always ask, they're like, did you get fired? Or did you quit? Because of the whole Tampa thing. And I was like, well, I, got, well, I don't know. Because it was weird. I, for over 11 seasons, you have many boss changes over those 11 seasons. And I had, what, five total, I guess. The first four went swimmingly and, you know, just beautiful, wonderfully nice people that took that job. The last one and I just didn't quite mesh very well. And by that, I mean, he said, I don't like strong women. I don't necessarily <laughs> want you here. Wow. Um, then he also said, you know, I don't know. It's kind of catchy, if you will. But, you know, hey, can I get a Let's Go Blues? I was no longer allowed to say that anymore. A anybody else could say it, but I wasn't allowed to ask for Let's Go Blues anymore. And when I asked why, he was like, because it takes too much time. And, you know, we've been through here. Let's go, Blues. Let's go, Blues. That took 13 seconds. But it was one of those things that, um, so he was my boss for the last three years. And I kind of saw the writing on the wall, if you will. Um, so I kind of started looking for other things. Tampa job came up. I took the Tampa job with the intention of coming back to the Blues. But that obviously wasn't going to happen. So, you know. You know, you know what's funny is I know. I, and, and for those that don't know, listen to the show, I used to be in the media because I'd never mentioned that on the show before. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, you have T-shirts made. I, yeah, I, I used to be in the media. media. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I uh, I know the gentleman that you're speaking of. You know, we're not going to name names here, but right, 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 you, right. Told, you told me that. And I remember I was like, that's not a shock. It's not a shock at all. And it's, it's unfortunate because I, I mean, like Tom Calhoun, it's impossible to find somebody who thought you did a terrible job. You know, it was well, thank you. always Angela does a great job. We love her in game presentation. I mean, if you ask Mr. Blue's hat, I mean, good Lord, he'll say all the nice. I love Mr. Blue's hat. You. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> it, that, it was really nice. You know, I, I did see the social media thing and I, and I knew very well much knew that that wasn't going to change anybody's mind or direction, but it was very flattering. It, it's very nice to kind of get that kind of way. And you know what, going to the Rays after the situation that I had kind of with the Blues for me personally was wonderful because they were so welcoming and, and complimentary and, and it was a night and day different from kind of what I had left off of, which is a shame because the Blues was the best job ever for the first nine seasons that I had it. It was wonderful. So just one of those things, you know, roll with the punches, it happens. What is the, uh, the line from Arrested Development, Jeff? I think I made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. The, I, not, I made, not, I made not, a yeah. terrible mistake. Yeah, not, that's right. not, uh, not, yeah, not bringing you back. That, I, I mean, you were, the, you were the voice of in-game entertainment. It, at Blues well, games. Thanks. It was, it I was, mean, and you know what was 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 interesting about it, and especially now hearing someone else do it, and so you have the the compare and contrast situation. Um, right. From when you did it, it, it seemed very natural. It seemed uh, it seemed like you were just talking to the fans, but in an entertaining way. And and not to take anything away from the current in game host, I'm sure she's very nice, but but it, it, it to me, and maybe it's just because it's different. But it sounds it sounds forced. It sounds like an act. It sounds like uh, kind of like a, a, oh. a, a, a like an overly like an overly cheerleader kind of a. Have, uh, have you have you thing. been to a game this year, Kurt? Uh, preseason. I have. Okay, 
I think she has gotten better every game she's done. I think, I, and I, uh, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you there. Um, I think she's been great lately. I, I, I went to two preseason games right off the sh- shoot when she's like last season. And, uh, and yeah, she ha- less, I'll, I'll be nice. She has gotten a lot better since then because I, th- it wasn't just like awkwardness. It was, there were mistakes made about we, things. So we talked about this when, when the change was made and, and we both said, God, this is night and day different from when Angela did it. And we're not just pumping your tires cause you're on the show. Like we, we, I will give you an episode number. You can go back and listen. We talked about this <laughs> and we said, man, well, you know, well, Carly thanks. seems like a, a nice person and seems like this is something like she's passionate. She wants to do it, but it was just, it was clear. She wasn't as seasoned as you are. Right. And um, I don't even think she was a hockey person, to be honest. I, I, right off the bat anyway. No, she, I don't think yeah. she was. Wasn't she a basketball person? I think yeah. she admitted I, that before. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that you can, you can tell. I mean, a lot of people, um, especially, you know, when they announced that she was the higher, I guess, basically in place of me, really wanted to put us against each other. And that's one thing that I was like, I made sure I reached out to her and I was like, hey, like, this is odd. Like, just do it your own way, do your own thing, you know, don't, because it was so weird. It was like, everybody would write on my thing, like, she sucks, you're so much better. And I'm like, that's not not on her though. Like, (laughs) yeah, not on her at all. No. That's, you know what I mean? Like, none of this is on her. So, like, give the girl a chance. She's, I don't know her. I've, you know, talked to her. Like I said, I reached out to her, and then I spoke to her once in person at a game because I just kind of thought, like, I was at the game, and I kind of thought it was, like, I should probably go do that again because so much was going, like, you versus her. And I'm like, hey, I'm Angela. I just want to introduce myself to you. Like, really uncomfortable spot for you to be in, and I just don't want you to, you know, it's just, that's uncomfortable. So, Mm-hmm. she's doing it, it, just fine but it's different it's, it's kind of like than what I, it's, it's a like different seeing, experience yeah, it, yeah it's like it's like seeing brett hull in a dallas stars jersey it, it's like it's just it's weird it's kind of like if, if if tom calhoun were to be replaced and someone else brought in and be like oh that's weird that's yeah. different that's see you know, I, that's you, an interesting way you went the way i was gonna go was chris pronger getting traded and Eric Brewer coming in, it was just no matter what Eric Brewer did, <laughs> we were going to hate him. The difference, though, <laughs> Eric Brewer was terrible. So I'm that just, is true. That, that is was, true. That, you guys, was, I was playing a I was playing a game once, and I said, I "Can I get game. a?" I know exactly. What we were going. I was going to ask you about this. I was at this game, <laughs> and I said, "I it was it was the Missouri Lottery Shuffle," and at the end, I said, "Hey, can I get a Let's Go Blues?" And I gave the mic away, and he said. Let's trade Brewer. And <laughs> I don't have a video of it, but my friend was at the game and she was taking photos. I have a, there's a perfect, I'll have to send it to you guys, a perfect still of my face when he says that I'm like, <laughs> I was so upset. Oh, please. I'm usually a good judge. I'm oh. usually a good judge to tell like who's going to say something off cuff, but no, I was not prepared for that. So was that, oh, w- would you say that's like the most, the worst thing a fan has ever said in the microphone or the most the awkward thing or was there something um, worse? I mean, uh, I no. I mean, I think that was probably worse because that was intentional. I did do a game where the woman cussed in the middle of it. Um, oh, we were doing um, the player names a bunch of candy and then she names a bunch of candy. And if she beats him, she wins. And so she said like donuts, something else, donuts, Snickers, donuts. And I was like, you donuts only counts once. And she was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so she cussed, and, the, oh. and it was perfect. Like the whole crowd reacted to the to the cuss. I was like, "Oh, 
All right, you don't get the microphone anymore. There's no seven no, seconds. I, I know that. I know that you are. Uh, you're a personality here. I know your with your Facebook page. You say you were regionally famous, Angela Sharp. <laughs> I believe is what it used to say. Regionally famous. So, it was, so was but back I, in the day. But I want you to know that if you would like to throw a couple curse words out, you are more than welcome to. We don't <laughs> censor here. Oh, I feel that feels so uncomfortable to me. I can't. I can't cuss on air. I will but say, I in all the in all the years in all the years I've known you, I've never heard you curse. So that would be very interesting to hear. Hey, trust me, it happens. <laughs> Son of a um, monkey, fudge bucket, kind of a person. I've got. I have got uh, a really funny story I wanted to share with Angela. I've never told her this, but I thought, you know what? I'm uh -oh. gonna I'm gonna tell this on the air live because this is gonna be fun. So my first date with my wife was at a blues game, <laughs> and um, we were walking down the concourse, and I saw you, and I yelled across the concourse. I said, "Angela!" You looked over and you saw me, and you go. Ponder! And you like threw your arms up and you came running across and you gave me the biggest hug and I like even picked you up and like swung you around and then like you walked away and I, I kept walking with my girlfriend and she goes, who is that? And I'm like, oh shit. I'm on a date. That probably wasn't a good thing to do. And so no, probably like, not. I was like, uh, well, she's like the blues announcer and like I know her through River Otters. We went to bars together a couple times. You have nothing to worry about. And she just crossed her arms, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, damn it, Jeff. <laughs> but then later, like in the third period, you did like Lucky Puck Shuffle or whatever, and then, you know, you went off, off the camera, and she looks at me, and she goes, you know, she's actually really good at her job, and, and you probably don't have a chance oh. with her anyway, so I don't have a problem with her. And I'm like... What are you saying about that's, yourself here? <laughs> but that's that's really sweet. <laughs> that's what I said. I said, you know what? I'm going to tell her that one day I will tell her that. And I decided oh my gosh. this moment was the moment I was going to tell you that. This is the perfect <laughs> moment to tell me that. That's so sweet. Ten years that's ago. <laughs> Ten, Ten years, years ago. ago. Wow. Yep. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Angela, where were you when the when the Blues won the cup? Where 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 were you? Where was I exactly? Where were you? Hey, where, exactly. Like where? Like I want coordinates I on a map. <laughs> so I was covering the Game Seven watch party for SCL TV. I was covering that, so we were at Ballpark Village watching and the game and getting the reaction. And I have to tell you, that was remarkable. I mean, obviously, I'm a Blues fan. I've been a Blues fan my whole life. But what was remarkable about that was like talking to people after the game and seeing adult men just bawling their eyes out. That right there was, I mean, that's a moment I'll probably never forget. Our, our show that we did after the Blues won the cup, it was, it was, it was emotional. It was very, and I remember saying uh, on the show that it's like, man, you just sit back and you're like, I can't believe it. Because the Stanley Cup was always something that other teams won. Yeah, you know, we'd sit back and watch other teams win. You know, you'd root so hard for your team, but they never did it, and somebody else always won it. And then for your team to finally get it, it was like, I, I, we, I, we couldn't even describe it. It was just a crazy, emotional roller coaster. What, of, it's funny because I, I re-listened to that show, and a lot of the stuff that we said was like, it, it just it hasn't sunk in yet. Maybe yeah. when the parade comes, we'll we'll notice it sink in, but it still hasn't. It still doesn't feel real, and. 
I, Angela, I'm sure you felt the exact same way when you were covering the watch party at uh, uh, Ballpark Village. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, There's one man that I interviewed that had said he had went to, I guess, the first set of games, and, you know, that was just so very disappointing, and, and he was just there bawling his eyes out, and I was like, oh, my gosh. But it was it was one of those things, you know, you, you go see the cup whenever you're around it, but, you know, don't touch it because that would be just bad luck for your team. So it was pretty cool when the Blues won the cup and you know that it was going to be coming back to St. Louis, you know, quite shortly after that. That I mean, that was remarkable. Um, yeah, I, I, I was going to say that when, when I was, I was at the game seven watch party in, uh, enterprise center and, um, there was a guy that was sitting behind me. There was about three minutes left and we hadn't talked all night. I just turned around and I saw him and I, I saw a tear in his eye. I looked over and I go, Hey man, how long you been a fan? He goes, I was at game one in 1967, oh, man. Oh, and I'm wow. like, Holy shit. You've been waiting for this longer than I have. And he just goes, I've been waiting for it longer than anybody. And then when they won, <laughs> I look back at him and he's got his arms wide open. And I'm like, fuck it. So I jump up. I went up on his level and I gave him a big old hug. And I'm like, you deserve this more than anyone, man. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, just stuff like that made it so much fun to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, especially all those rocky, rocky years the Blues had where, you know, I think we, I keep saying we, I'm sorry. I think they came so close and, you know, in the you know, last minutes, you know, in the playoffs, it got like torn away from you. So when you come all the way down to a game seven like that for the cup, not here in St. Louis, I mean, that was like, of course, that's how the Blues are going to win. Well, you know, yep. I, I, I was at game, this game seven watch party enterprise too. And, and I, well, I remember walking into the building and, and thinking they have to win this game. They, 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 they everything that they went through with, with the, the, the worst of first, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the coaching change, Bennington coming up, uh, some of the fantastic games in the playoffs, the game seven, double overtime against Dallas. I mean, to get this far and to not win it, I mean, Ooh, that would have been that would have been a like wah wah again at the moment, right? Yeah. So uh, and yeah, to pull it off, I mean, I can't even. And we went to uh, 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 Ballpark Village after you know. Well, I took dropped my kids off and we came back uh, to hang out in St. Louis because I took my kids with me to the watch party, which they loved, which was fantastic. But uh, yeah, and I I think you went to uh, uh, Ballpark Village too, right, Jeff? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I texted you, and we like we we never we were met texting up. back and yeah. forth, and we were both just so busy partying and celebrating, we never actually saw each other. But we well, were both I, there at the same time. Well, I knew the bartender. I know the bartender at uh, at one of them at Ballpark Village, and and he always he always hooks me up when I go there. So oh, we got to go to Ballpark Village because they, I, you know. So uh, yeah, and he so he uh, we got some shots at the bar from him. So that was kind of cool. And I'm like, like, well, where are you, Ponder? And we never met up. You, you. No, that, I mean, that was crazy. Just you know, strangers wanting to hug you and and oh, just jumping yeah. up, beer everywhere, and you know, yeah. I mean, it's just oh, it was cool. The the best part for me was we were by the stage where they had. I guess Louis had had come over and he was there, and there was a couple other, um, uh, you know, like the blues whatever they call them, the on-ice crew or whatever were there. And they had bottles of champagne. Blue crew. They were just, the blue crew, <laughs> thank you. They were they were just pouring bottles of champagne down people's gullets. Like, my, my buddy and I just went up to the stage, and we just literally opened our mouths, and they were just fucking pouring champagne down our throats. And I'm like, this is the greatest night of my life. I'm sorry <laughs> to my son, 
but this has overtaken the greatest night of my life. <laughs> no, I, now you don't you don't drink, Angel. Is that right? No, I don't. Okay, so you celebrated with a beverage of just. High fives and hugs. No, I'm, I'm not cocaine. No cocaine. I'm, I'm straight water. So uh. I drank so much Mountain Dew that night. It was nuts. Water. Uh, if you want to get real crazy, we'll go with root beer. Ooh, oh root my! Beer. Are you a, are you a Propel fan? Do you go with the flavored waters? No, or? no, 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 no flavored water. Just okay. straight normal water. Okay, don't stay away from that vitamin water. There's no, there's not many vitamins in that thing. It's it's, it's a marketing gimmick. It's a, it's all a gimmick, is it? It's all, okay. it's all a gimmick. Don't it? yeah. They're not going to sponsor you anytime soon. No, yeah, that's okay. Uh, I'm they, they 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 lost a lawsuit, I think, with their name. It's a mess. But, but if Propel would like to sponsor yeah, right. Blues Radio, you can email right. us at radio at letsgoblues dot com. I'm not a I'm not a I don't like the artificial sweetener either. So Propel doesn't do it for me either. So, screw that. Yeah, scratch hey, that. Scratch that off the list too. You are not allowed to sponsor. If you are not doing a good job by getting, no. uh, yeah. No. If Masani would like to sponsor Let's Dasani. Go Blues Radio, you can email us at radio at letsgoblues.com. Dasani's kind of got that oily texture. After, you know, uh, it, God damn it! I'm Kurt, more of a. You know, I'm more of a. You could have went Aquafina. Aquafina's fine. fine. Aquafina. If you would like to sponsor us, you can email us at radio at letsgoblues.com. Was it Glacier Mountain? Jesus. Is that what it is? The the, the really fine. thin. Whatever. Whatever you. Want, I'm a glacier mountain. Whatever guy. you want. Actually, Sam's Choice has really good water. It's it's cheap. It's good. They're, it's the same. I'm not, not saying it again. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. <laughs> uh, so Angela, um, you while we're on the topic of the blues, um, yeah. you uh, how how was the you were the parade? You did some work at the parade. Was it with uh, with KSK? Yes. You did some work with the parade. Of, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yes. So yes, yes to yes. So <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on there. So I was doing some work with KSTK for um, the game six, and then with SCL TV for the parade. So I got to be inside the parade route as the guys came down. You know, I got to try to swoop them up for interviews. And I'm not gonna lie, because of the fact that I worked there for 11 years. You know, there were other news outlets near me that were trying to get the same player, but the player was coming to me because that was like the natural, normal progression right. of things that they were used to doing. So I felt really proud of myself because I was getting some interviews that some of the other outlets weren't able to get because that's just what the guys were used to being able to do. So that, I mean, that was a ton of fun. And then because I no longer work with the team, the night that they came out, I guess it was the night before the parade, they came to wheelhouse with the cup and it got completely ridiculous. And so I got to go and participate in all the ridiculousness that was at um, wheelhouse. So ton of fun. Um, was it Jordan Palmer that brought you on board KSTK? Yes. Well, kind of. So I was more on the show me St. Louis side of things. He's more okay. of a news director, but yeah. Right. Speaking of show me St. Louis. Buddy of mine uh, won the all expenses paid wedding they had back in oh yeah, uh, well when I when I got married and then divorced but when I got married, uh, <laughs> uh, I won the all expenses paid wedding on one ninety eight and then they my buddy of mine one of my best friends they won like two years later whatever it was they won the show me St Louis all expenses paid wedding, 
which was crazy. So yeah, we got to botanical so gardens. So basically, we have to be friends with you in order to win weddings. If you if you ever get married someday, yes, just say <laughs> enter a contest and say that you know me. You'll win. I'm okay. sure of it. Yeah. Okay. So, and it's I, yeah. I will I will recycle my joke. The last time Kurt told the story, though, I will say that if if you are going to win one of these contests, you might get a beautiful wedding, but you're going to end up divorced. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Wait, did they all end up divorced? They both, they both of us did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding? Yeah. yeah. No, not it's not the wedding's fault. To be honest. yeah, right. <laughs> to be honest, but That's both what my, they all say. myself and my buddy, both great guys. It was it was the you know it was an issue with the other. Well, but, your buddy's a great guy. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'll give you that. Fine, whatever. <laughs> but no, it was. But it was. It was. Uh, to be honest, it was a lot of fun, and I I was actually in the wedding on. Uh, they show me St. Louis, uh, part of the wedding party. Right. Yeah, and I, and so I was I actually I was on Show Me St. Louis once, and I got to model. We have we're trying on tuxes because they provided tuxes, right. and I got to wear the blue tux from Dumb and Dumber. So I modeled that on Show Me St. Louis, which was yeah That's probably awesome. the highlight of my career, right? But yeah, be on Show Me awesome. St. Louis, modeling that. the ruffled blue tux thing. That was funny. That's amazing. Yeah, and then they broadcast it uh, live on. Uh, I I forgot when it was aired. I think it was, I guess it was, it was Show Me St. Louis had a, a special. I think evening show, and they aired the wedding. And I think it was, was May seventeenth, nineteen sixty four. Nineteen sixty four, right? When I was sixty four, yeah. It was my dad's car was made in sixty four. That's a long time ago. Good anecdote. <laughs> 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 on that note, um, so Angela, you've worn a lot of hats and you've you've done a lot of different gigs. What's been your favorite so far? I know. See, now you told me earlier that you were going to ask me this question. This is the hardest question ever. I've had so many really awesome, amazingly fun, cool jobs with different, awesomely cool experiences in each one that it's it's really hard to do. But I'm going to have to pick, and this is not because I'm talking to you guys. The very, very first year that I got the blues job, that was probably my favorite because I had went into this audition. It came down to three of us, and I won't say who the other two people were, but two, one was a radio DJ and one was just another man who was very, very well known in St. Louis. And so when I went to the audition, I was like, here I am. I, I work for the River Riders and did some stuff at SLU. Like I hadn't much experience. So I didn't have any, you know, thought that I was going to get the job. Well, maybe the day before preseason game happened and I was like, oh, no one called me. Guess I didn't get the job. So I sent off a little email like, hey, thanks for including me. If anybody needs a fill in or something like I'm available. And he wrote back. He's like, oh, no, I forgot to tell you. So and such is going to say his name again is going to do the weekends, but you're going to do the weekdays. And I was like, "Oh, that's amazing! No one told me that, and I have to be there tomorrow." So <laughs> it worked out perfectly for me, though, because it was like a Tuesday, Thursday that year, and so I did Tuesday and Thursday. And then after Thursday's game, my boss came up and said, "Actually, you're just going to do all the games." So it was kind of one of those things. It was like, "Oh, like this is now mine, and I get to like." You know, do whatever I want with it. So it was probably that very, very first year with the Blues. So, so could you do whatever you wanted with it, or did you have to follow like a? Did you? I assume you had like some kind of a yeah format I mean, you guys followed to some degree. There's the format, and you know, you're gonna do. We're gonna have this game at this break, and this game at this break. But especially when I started, um, it was a lot more kind of relaxed, if you will. So it would be like, you know, here's what the game is. Here's basically the rules of the game. Here's the sponsor. 
do it. And so it kind of made it very, I guess, like you guys said, conversational, because that's all I was doing was like, this is what we're going to do. And it's going to be a ton of fun. So you knew like when those hits were going to be and maybe what section you were going to be in. But, you know, they were just kind of kind of let you make it into your own thing, which is how the give me a let's go blues thing all kind of started because I didn't know how to end it. Like for a while there, like the first couple games I was ending with like the devil horn signals and I don't even know what I was doing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, cause what do you say at the end of a game? You're like, okay, you win, rock on, you know? Like, and I was like, nope, I got to figure out something else that goes here. And that's kind of all that happened. Who shuts down the let's go blues request? Who does that? Well, it, it wasn't goodness. shut down from everybody. It was just, I was the only one that wasn't allowed to do it anymore. That's ridiculous. That's crazy to me, I, man. You know I, what, I, like, that was your catchphrase. I loved it. It's one of these things. Like, I don't think I've actually spoken about this other than like my friends and family. I, I know oh, I've exclusive, said exclusive, exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your exclusive here, but it, it was different. And that's why I started looking for, for other work because I could kind of see how this was. I mean, when somebody tells you, you can't say, let's go blues, it, that's kind of telling that maybe they're not a big fan. Uh, by the way, uh, we got a. Uh, we should acknowledge our YouTube chatters. Uh, Winning Unlimited, a friend of the show. Um, he says, "How did you get Miss Angela Sharp from Bar Rescue?" Oh my gosh, I was on Bar Rescue. I, <laughs> I, I have no idea what I, that is. I'm not gonna lie. You've never seen Bar Rescue? Bar Rescue? No. So. <laughs> I hope that guy tells me what the host of that show's name is because it's escaped my mind. But he goes into these bars that are having, you know, downturns, basically. He sends in spies, if you will. I was a spy for one of the shows. This is how I was on the show. So they send in spies with hidden cameras. And I went in there and ordered beer and pizza, I think, to try to see, like, what the bar was like. And then he comes in and, and shakes it all up and makes it a good bar, basically. Short, clean-out version. The bar rescue I was on was so interesting. We had girls, the bartenders there were taking, this was not a strip club bar either. This was like on the outskirts of Soulard. Girls were taking off their tops and dancing around. And one girl crawled up to me at the bar. And I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she was like, will you make out with me? And I was like, no, no, please. I do not want to. <laughs> what bar is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's now called, I don't know if it's even still there, but it was turned into Beachwood. I don't know what it was called beforehand, but yeah, apparently a lot of people love Bar Rescue and have seen that show. I totally forgot I was on that. That was fun. John, John Taffer. Yes, John Taffer. Thank you. Okay. That's what I was looking for. That's uh, that's from Winning Unlimited in the chat. And he also yeah. says, he said, uh, Ryan Reeves was just on Bar Rescue. No way. Was he a spy? I don't know. I'm going by, I'm going by what <laughs> now, there's, winning there's about this. a five second delay, so we'll know in about 15 seconds. I'm talking to from you here. That's awesome. Uh, he, also, he also says, hi, Angela. So uh, Hi. You know. Hi, friend. <laughs> We're best friends now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Angela, so, I've got a I've got a blues question for you. Um, so again, I used to work in the media, but this is this what? is this you did? Is, yeah, I, I know it's crazy. I, 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 um, I would never know that. Uh he says Reeves owns a bar in Las Vegas, which I, I actually knew that. I knew that. Um but anyway, some beer um, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Bruce's own beer. So Angela, when I left the blues, uh the media, 
Um, it was on some some negative terms, kind of similar to you. And I still watched the Blues, but it was still like the next season. It was just kind of weird. It was like I couldn't cheer goals. I I just felt really weird and strange about it. And uh, Kurt, we may have lost her. Is that true? Are you still there, Angela? Yeah, her her feed froze. Oh no. Well, damn, I had like a serious question for her. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Maybe we'll get to that later. (laughs) I'm messaging her right now. Okay. Um, Well, we can, we can, well, tell you what, I will, uh, I will go ahead and make a quick announcement while we're figuring this out. Um, I have been working pretty diligently on the past and future for the next uh, summer series uh, that I've talked about before. I'm going to be starting interviews actually tomorrow with um, people for talking about prospects. But uh, a lot of the former Blues have stepped up and said they want to come on the show. So I will go ahead and uh, announce some of these players, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, We've got Tyson Nash, Jamie McLennan, and uh, Ray Ferraro. Ray Ferraro. Anybody else you can think of, Kurt, that I've told you? I think that's it. Uh, those Tyson Ash, uh, Ray Ferraro, uh, McLennan. Yeah. That's, noodles. Uh, and Noodles, yeah. And uh, there are some others that you said you were working on. So I'm working on a couple others. Obviously, I'm going to try to get one on for every show. But um, right now, we've got those three. So that's for sure. I will be starting interviews with them next week. So I am very excited about that. I think... Uh, you know, Ray Ferraro was one that just kind of popped in me this morning. I that was, was cool. Like, I, I was a good. That's a good. I was like, oh yeah, chicken you know, He's a he's a hell of a yeah. He's a hell of a announcer. I love the work he does. I liked him as a player. And then I was like, oh yeah, he was he was here for like two months. Uh, they got him at the trade deadline his last season, and uh, he played here. Uh, was that the the year they lost to Vancouver? Might have been. Might have been. Might have been. Maybe two even. Maybe I don't know. But um, he was here for a short time, so I thought, you know, he'd be fun to interview. So I just sent him over an email, and, I mean, within minutes he responded, yeah, let's do this. That sounds like fun. And so I'm like, well, hell, that sounds great. I'd love to have, to, to have a conversation with Ray Ferraro. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if Angela is going to be rejoining us. Uh, with the technical issues we've had, it would not be, <laughs> it would not be uh, surprising, so. This has been a this has been an interesting night with uh, the technical stuff. Yes, yes, lots of issues here, but that's okay. We'll we'll keep trucking on. Yeah. So if she can't rejoin us, so we thank her for coming on. That was a lot of fun, uh, and she probably she I know she stayed on a lot longer than uh, I expected. So that was uh, that was very nice of her. So thank you, Angela, very much. She's the best. Yeah. Like I said, I've I've known her for years. She is, <clears throat> man. She is just such a nice person. Like one of the. Uh, another quick, quick Angela story that I will tell. Um, t- I don't think it's around anymore. The Al Roboski's bar right there across from uh, Bush Stadium. That's gone, right? I don't think that's there anymore. Uh, I don't think it is. I, don't, I, I, I yeah. haven't. So there was a private area up there, and it was always like former Cardinals and kind of the elite of St. Louis. Well, one time, and this was before she got the blues job. This was when she was still working, uh, I believe, for the River Otters. I was there. I just turned 21. I was there with a couple of my friends. And um, 
uh, I, I heard, it's funny because I heard her voice and I was like, that sounds like Angela. And then I looked up and, and right at the top of the stairs, she was yelling down to somebody. And I was like, that's Angela. And I, again, like I told the story before, I go, Angela. And she looked up and or looked down and she goes, oh. she comes down. She grabs me by the hand. She goes, come up here with me. And there was like a, a security guard standing there, or a bouncer or whatever. And she's like, that's okay. It's okay. He's with me. And so I went in there with her. There was, you know, Ozzy Smith was there. Bob Gibson was there. I mean, there were so many St. Louis elite baseball players up there. And she just brought me up like we were best friends. And I was like, that is the coolest fucking thing ever that, that she did this. And, I mean, I had the night of my life. I was up there just talking to Cardinals greats and uh, just having a great time. So just a very nice person. You ever see her on the street, she would love to talk to you about Blues or Cardinals and her grandfather, uh, very cool person. So again, Angela, thank you for coming on. It was always fun talking to you. Uh, I, she is trying to rejoin, but uh, I'm not sure that's going to work out. So we'll see what happens. <clears throat> um, the uh, you know, we can do our our beers today in blues history. Talk about a couple things. I am and we can all sign out off. of beer. It sucks. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be happy too. What did you drink? So I had uh, I, I mentioned this on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and I think uh, uh, Let's Go Blues Radio's Twitter account did as well. I went and got some uh, some beer from Center Ice Brewery recently, um, trying to <laughs> rotate it correctly. Uh, <laughs> I just saw Bill's message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, his beer wound up all over his computer, he says. Uh, so from Center Ice Brewery, I got the Locker Room Supply Violent Gentleman. It's a great lager. It's very smooth. Um, and, yeah, great with really anything. So uh, I finished that probably a good hour and a half ago. <laughs> I'm uh, messaging Angela back. Uh, what uh, what is your beer? Uh, my beer is. Uh, I see Angela joined. By the way, yeah, Angela I see that too. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> well, she was in the show, but it it, it it the same issue we had before with the with the we can see people join, but their feed isn't available to pull into the show, so I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, this well, is you the, guys are getting a lot of Kurt and Jeff right now, so yeah. I hope you're enjoying. And it. this is the second time in the past three or four shows where we've had an issue with. Uh, with stage 10, so uh, not. Bill and, says he's also back in standby. Yeah, okay. Well, let's uh, let's see if we can pull him in here. Has Bill even been on the show yet? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, we'll, we'll see if I can pull him in here. All right, all right, Bill. Can you, are you, are you there, Bill? No, I don't. We've uh... got his picture. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll leave it like this. <laughs> if he can. Cannot hear me. No, we can't hear you, Bill. No, we can't hear you, Bill. But if you want to keep trying, just keep talking. You never know. <laughs> yeah. It might come up. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it. Yes. There he is. How Holy about cow. that? Holy cow. Okay. Right, so let's try one more thing. No. No, this is, no, this is no, good. no, 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 no. Don't try anything. <laughs> this is okay. good. I, I, I don't want to screw with it. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bill, well, how you are you tonight, sir? Yes. Yes. Mm. You sound great. I was I was great, and I think uh, I think I was on for like three seconds before I poured my first beer of the show. All over my oh my god! 
and all over the rest of my desk. So it was oh. it was great. So so I just kind of kicked back and uh, after cleaning up that mess and just listened to your interview, played some NHL '94 and, and <laughs> yeah, chilled out. Had a had a that's good awesome show by my standards. <laughs> that sounds great, oh, man. I am seeing Angela join, so I don't know if you see anything there, Kurt. But, uh, Bill, while we're figuring these things out, uh, why don't you go ahead and let us know what beer you spilled on your computer tonight? So I'm I'm going through. I I won a beer basket at work trivia night, um, and it's Mm. just kind of been sitting gathering dust. Uh, It's a lot of... uh, uh, foreign type beers that uh, weren't my favorite, a lot of green bottles. So I finally decided that, you know, while we're stuck at home, I might as well go ahead and drink it all. Um, but tonight I was actually tonight was what I was looking forward to. It was the uh, Delirium Tremens, um, which <clears throat> is uh, uh, a nice uh, Belgian triple, I believe. Uh, it tasted good before it wound up all over my desk. Um, so I'll, uh, I, I see it on tap at Global Brew. Um, and if we ever get to go back on the uh, I'll, I'll try it. Angela, you're singing. Hey. <laughs> Wait. Can you hear us, Angela? Hi. <laughs> hey. Hey, you're Angela back. We're back too. Look at that. We got all, we got Hi, all four friends. of us. Very nice. What a I have fun all four show now? this has been. I yeah. Think, uh, Bill's Bill's here. <laughs> yeah, Bill's here. Angela's back. Mike Milbury. Hi, Bill. <laughs> yeah. nice Just so you know, Bill looks like Mike Milbury. There's a reason we have a Mike Milbury picture up. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, little little Mike much, Milbury. Mike Milbury, a little he's bit. Much Roberto more Longo. lovable. Much more lovable. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my my joke earlier was gonna be on the Mike Bill Billberry that everybody wants because I just sit here and be silent. <laughs> basically, yeah. learn, shut the fuck up. Well, you you have a funny story about in-game entertainment at yes Blues games. Yes, please tell it. Please that, tell it. And I'm sure Angela uh, hasn't heard this. Maybe she has. Oh, she's a, uh, she loves the show, yeah. so I'm sure she's heard it. But tell her again. <laughs> yeah, so it, it this would have been appropriate during the soccer conversation. Um, but uh, yeah, so last year the you know my my other favorite team besides the Blues is the Canadians. They were in town for soccer nights. And uh, so I, I happened to decide to wear Canadian's sweater to the game that night and we were in uh, section 104, so prime video area. And uh, they did the uh, lookalikes, uh, celebrity lookalikes. And uh, so, you know, they, they went around, um, you know, showing people that look like soccer players. I'm sure there was a Slobo Ilyevsky. Um, there were, there's definitely a Diego Maradona. And uh, I got the pleasure of being the last one. And uh, it was the ugly Ronaldo statue. Um, <laughs> from the Lisbon airport uh, <laughs> because, you know, I'm wearing the Canadians jersey at the Blues game. Uh, so, Are, are you and, familiar with the other Ronaldo it, uh, uh, statue there, uh, Angela? 
I am, but I was really, when you said you were going to be the last one, that's when you knew. I mean, the what? last one's always supposed to be the funniest one, so. Right, right. But I had a yeah. head up that that was. <laughs> there it is right so, there. On... That, that was I, I, you guys, I can't see any of you. Oh, I can wow. hear you, but I can't see you. That's fine. <laughs> it's probably better for you yeah. if you don't see us. <laughs> okay, for those watching on YouTube later, there, there's the ugly Ronaldo statue. Yeah, that, it, uh... basically, it basically looks like a mix between Richard Spencer and Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> oh, but I love Sloth. I, I, Who doesn't? Yeah, but you don't want to be compared to him as far as looks go. <laughs> no, no, probably not. <laughs> uh, okay, Angela, you know what? I was asking you a question 20 minutes ago, and I'm going to finish that question now. So, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's, it's probably our fault, I'm sure. Um, so when I uh, when I left the Blues, like I said, when I left media, it was uh, it was hard to kind of get back into just watching the Blues, rooting them on, cheering on goals, being excited, and uh, it took me about a good probably four months into the season before I was able to really get back into things. Did you notice the same thing for you when you left or was it a completely different experience for you? I mean, it, it was definitely, it was, it was odd. So the first game you go back to that I went back to that I wasn't working. I mean, you guys have to keep in mind for 11 seasons, I had missed, well, two games, two of two games I missed um, during my last year because, you know, there was radio promotion or something. But it was like the really the first time back in the arena where I wasn't supposed to be doing something. And that's different. Like you're like, well, I'm supposed to be somewhere. I'm like, you're always because like while you're watching the game, when you work there, while you're watching the game, you're you're also worried about making sure you find a good contestant for this or getting to this section in time and, you know, making sure the guy behind you doesn't flick off the camera. You know, there's there's <laughs> other stuff to go on. So when you're there, I was like. I felt like I was supposed to be doing something more than I was doing. So the very first game back was a little bit weird. But then, like, after the second game back, it's like, oh, wait, no. I get to just hang out. I can show up, you know, right before the anthem and, and just sit in my chair here and just enjoy hockey like I used to enjoy it well before. So, I mean, it ended up being okay, but it definitely, definitely was odd. And I went to a couple games in Tampa while I was down there with the Rays. Oh, may have lost you, Angela. Ah. <laughs> Damn it. If it's not one thing, it's another. Well, she's got quite the look on her face in the still. If She uh, does. She was leaving it up there. saying the same thing I we'll, am. We'll just leave it up there. <laughs> I'm sure yep. she'd appreciate that. <laughs> um, maybe wow. she'll come back. Well, I heard oh, something may, there. Maybe there she is. There. Ah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Hi. There we go. Friends. You know what the problem is? I think everyone's at home. Everyone's using a bandwidth everywhere, and it's clogging up the interwebs. That's what it is. Well, probably we've all been stuck in our houses for, what, a week and a half now? It's been fun. Kurt, I can take a hint. I'll leave the show, okay? Jeez, sorry. I, I've been oh, I've been waiting for you to say that for like two years now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, two years? I mean, this is 2011. I'd say, like, Nine years. Oh, you were you were good the first you know seven years, but eh, last last year and a half. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. Thank you. Kind of lost your luster. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan Hall. When you were telling that last uh, story there in the YouTube chat, our friend Dan Hall uh, uh, says, "Shoot, 
So I'm sure you probably got tired of hearing that when you were uh, doing blues games. <laughs> hey, I, I love I love it when blues fans yell and scream. And what, what I like the most is when they cuss at different players. That's always fun. What do you think of the woos? Hmm. That's a good question. Oh, no, I hate the woos. The, I hate the woos. The woos are awful. Yeah, Please thank you. Thank you. Literally every you, team everywhere does it. It's not original. It's not interesting. Like, I'm guessing whoever decided to start that stole it from a different team somewhere. It's awful. And players have literally said they don't like it. Stop Thank doing you. it. Thank you. Thank oh my you. God. I am very you passionate are, about the woos. You are officially the fourth host of this show. Congratulations. Because <laughs> that is the exact same thing all three of us have said on separate occasions. It's, it's just I mean, that's awesome there there are there are cool things you can do and there are not cool things you can do and that's a not cool thing to do uh what are you limited as that's awful if you Make like you like do you like the country roads west virginia thing again if you're gonna keep taking things from other i think it's cool that we all sing a song but if you're gonna keep yes. taking things from other teams no like, why don't we sing our own song? Why do we have to go literally find a song that other teams already do? I just, some originality would be cool. I think with the, uh, and, and I think the gripe with, that a lot of people have with Country Rose, like you said, it, it's it's great that there's a sing-along. That's kind of cool. But Yeah, that's neat. Why Country Rose? It's West Virginia. It's just weird. You and, know, it's just not. And other apply. teams do that. Yeah. Other teams, like. My thing is like, I get it. Like everybody, every team borrows from every other team. And like, that's kind of, you know, part of what, there's only so much, you know, mine, new ground you can mine in that kind of situation. So I get that, but like find a song that's, you know, St. Louis or maybe comes organically instead of like, I'm going to cram this down your throat until you sing it. And now that's going to be our thing now too. There, there are other songs. I, I, I think it just kind of, it was a thing they played and the crowd sung along when they stopped it and they just, and they did it the next game. The same thing happened and it kind of snowballed and they kept doing it and now they can't stop. <laughs> it's like, I'm, it's I'm like a drug. To make, no, I'm going to make a suggestion. <laughs> I, I guess they can, but I think. I'm going to make a suggestion here, Kurt. <laughs> I think that maybe what we should start singing in unison is St. Louis Blues. St. Louis, Louis Blues. Have you have heard, you heard about, about our St. Louis, Louis Blues? Blues. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the song that ends our I show. I feel like you're well, two like are going to be the only two that sing this. Here, here's the deal oh, with that. Okay, thank you. Here, I think. <laughs> here's the deal with that song, though. That song was uh, from the, it was sung by Head East, the rock band from the seventies. So and they but they they changed they released it as a song under the name of Hockey Pucks for the Blues on a forty five that was given away back in the late eighties, I think it was. Um, and I was at the I was like I was I remember the Blue Note Club. Blue Note Kids Club when I, at the time, and you get a package of, of stuff, and it, uh, the record was in there, along with some other things. And uh, so I have a 45 of that song, and I, I, I made it into MP3. It's on YouTube. It's really cool. It's Head East doing a couple songs, at one, one on each side, for the blues. One's the St. Louis Blues March, and one is the, the song that we close the show with. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's really cheesy, oh, but it's, it's neat. That's kind of adorable, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. That's a cool well, story. Well, Kurt's pretty adorable, so it works. Oh, well, stop. Just, <laughs> yeah. Do I need to leave you guys alone for a minute? I mean, we'll have some alone time we, later. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was going to say, typically, okay, okay. Okay. typically Thursday nights, I go to his house. 
So yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Second, I can play it here for it. Let's see if this works. Here it is. There it is. Saint Louis Blues. Saint Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our Saint Louis Blues? And it goes on. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. That, I like that. That's cool. I don't think you're going to get 20,000 people to sing it. No, 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 no. But, you know, <laughs> it's an idea. Bill, what was that? What was that, Bill? Kirk got express permission from the writer to use it. I did. Well, I, I know, I know, uh, uh, Roger. Oh, Gore. uh, the, uh, I mean, I, I, we've met and talked and, but I, I, uh, yeah, the leader of the head East. So I, I asked him if I could use it and he said, sure. So, uh, so our, our friend, well, oh, that's a couple cool. things, a couple things I want to mention here in the uh, YouTube chat, uh, for people listening live, um, Snowlin 89, which is that Sean, is that you? Sean Nolan? I'm friends with the Sean Nolan. I don't know if that's you or not. Uh, remember when you told a guy, let's go blues, and he said, let's trade Brewer, and he was already reminded. She already told that story. So I guess other people were wanting to ask you about that, Angela. I, it, it's pretty popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, a good, that's a good story. That's a good story, but I told that story already. It, yep, exactly. Uh, and then uh, Dan Hall says uh, – uh, when did the current power play song slash dance begin? Was that during your 11 years with the team? Which I'll go ahead and answer. I believe it was, but Angela, do you have an answer for that? It, it was before me, actually. Uh, really? That was kind of already, it was already a thing when I got there. Now, my first year there, they did put up a video kind of instructing fans how to do the whatever this is. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, with your hands. So they, they did put up a, a video trying to, like, help you learn how to do it. But then the fans didn't like that, so they took it down. But that was, I think it was before me that the song came out and a handful of people were doing that dance. And then really during my first year is when a whole more bunch more fans started doing the arm motion with it. Do you, <laughs> I'm over here, doing, you guys. I don't know if you can see me or not, but hey. You're, you're, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> very good. You're very good at it. <laughs> I, you, you know what I, I heard I've heard a couple different stories as, as far as why people do what they do with the dance and how it started but uh, the, the one that I that, that I had never heard before that I thought made a lot of sense but I don't think it's true but it's probably just like manufactured after the fact was that it was sponsored by Amron UE okay the the power yeah. play dance and people would say okay well these are prongs for a plug right. and you're plugging it in as you to an outlet or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, that's clever, I guess. But I'm not, I don't think that's true as to why that it was. It was, I, I, I also heard, heard it was, that it was a special needs kid that was started that. And people like in his section did it to, right. Uh, kind of like, uh, cheer him on to do it with them. Supo support him. Yeah. Support because, him. because yeah. he was being mocked by somebody else. Yeah. And right. so the whole the whole section kind of got behind him. So I, I, yeah, yeah, I've heard Go both ahead, of those stories, but I think it was always sponsored by Amron Yui. So I don't think that one is legit, although that one makes sense. Um, but I've heard the other one, the other story about how it was um, a child who had some special needs and, you know, he wanted to do it. And that section up, I've heard that story a ton. To be honest with you, I don't know which one's true. No idea. 
Yeah, I think maybe the, both. This the the special needs story. I think that wasn't that in game time. Didn't they they talk yeah, about that? It was. Yep. Yeah. Well, they would know. They would. They would. They know. would. Uh, that would be cool if that is the real reason from Dan Hall, which I believe it is. So that is cool. Um, S. Nolan says that is Sean. So a friend of mine. Oh, hi, Sean. Uh, I know Sean. Yeah. Say, oh, you know Sean too? Oh, I know Sean. Go. I think Sean just had a baby. So congratulations to Sean. Whoa, wait, uh, seriously? I could be wrong on that. It could be like within the last three years, but <laughs> I've been seeing him, seeing Holy pictures cow. of him. So congratulations, congratulations to Sean, Sean if that's within the last, you know, 10 years or something. Um, <laughs> and Dan Hall says, uh, Angela, you do the power play dance very well. Thank you. I have a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Look at that. Oh, now see, you should have a, a how-to video come out for that. Uh, Sean no, says, there was a how-to video and the fans didn't like it. Oh yeah, that's right. Sean says uh, he's holding his baby right now, so I'm I'm glad I'm not crazy oh, thinking that. <laughs> that's so adorable! Congratulations, Kurt. Our voices soothe babies to sleep, right? Uh, so I hear, uh, and that has been a thing before. So yes, <laughs> and my my screen went. I can hear you. Cause you guys can hear me, right? I, I can't. I can hear you. And yes, yes. My yes, screen yes. has went black though, so I can't. I no, can't, we hear you. I I can't see anything, <laughs> but I can yeah, I can hear, hear you. you. Okay. Well, I can't. No. I can't. I can't uh, produce the show. Well, welcome to my world. I can't see any of you guys. <laughs> that is. Uh, um, I'm wondering how. Well, I'm gonna... I see. I see all of you, and you all look beautiful right now. Yeah. I just want to point that out. This is interesting. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, I can do the show in the dark for uh, for a while, I guess. <laughs> uh, Sean says five months, so I guess I'm not I'm not too crazy in saying. Oh no! Five wow, months. five months. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I missed that's it. Sean. Newborn, right? That's newborn territory, right? I don't know. I don't have kids, so yes. Five months. <laughs> you have a kid, yeah. Jeff. You know. I don't, dude. I that was like seven years ago. I don't remember anything. <laughs> That was so long ago. You know how many beers ago that was? Your son is seven years old. Seven. He's going to be eight in July. Holy cow, man. I didn't. I, I, okay. I just it didn't seem that long ago. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Crazy to think I've been an adult that long. <laughs> I'm still not an adult. Whatever. <laughs> Winning Unlimited. I'm listening as I hold a picture of Sean holding a picture of his baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's your text to the show, everybody. Text to the show. Congratulations. Uh, Dan, uh, here's a good question yeah. from Dan Hall. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Kurt. I, I was going to say Dan Hall Dan Hall asks, uh, Angela, who was your favorite blue to interview during your time with the team? Oh, okay. So growing up, I loved, loved, loved Brett Hall. I mean, what little kid didn't love Brett Hall? So every time I got to interview him, was like my favorite time the first time i was so nervous and then the second time it got better and then we got to the point where he, he was saying like hi angela in the hallway and and sharing dirty jokes with me and so like that was like this is the coolest thing that's ever happened but <laughs> him him and kelly chase were cool to interview but i had interviewed those guys so much because they were around so much that then when adam oates when i interviewed him i think that was my last year there that was another cool one because as a kid you remember hall and oates but they only played together for two and a half years here you know and that's a damn shame. Crazy. That's that's that it really is. 
So Angela, I know. Angela, I, didn't, I didn't realize Adam, how short of time they played together. You know, because as a kid, they just that just goes together. Hollow notes. They play together. They're really great. Crazy. Um, you know what's funny is uh, uh, so that apparently this kind of joke has been made on. It's always sunny with the band Hollow Notes, but I was once talking to a friend. I mean, this was years and years ago. And I, I said something about, yeah, Hall of Notes, Hall of Notes. Yeah, Brett Hall did this. And he goes, who's Brett Hall? And I was like, uh, Brett Hall, the Blues goal scorer, 86 goals in a season, 50-50, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, it was two guys? I thought the guy's name was Hall of Notes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, that's so funny. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. You want to do uh, Today in Blues History? Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, March 25th, 2020. Uh, is today's date, so March 25th, 1994. Speaking of Brett Hall, Brett Hall had his 21st career hat trick and scored 50 goals for the fifth and final time in St. Louis uh, in a 5-3 to three win versus the Dallas Stars. And uh, is Bill still with us? I am. Ah, who was a net? Who was a net from Minnesota in '94? Bill or Jeff? Do you know too? Who who can get it first? Andy Moog. Wait, wait, wait. Did you, you said Darcy Wakalak. <laughs> Darcy Wakalak thinks so, he's Patrick Waugh, according to Hull. Yeah. So '94, Dallas, um, John Casey. And your guess, Jeff, Ooh. was who? Darcy Wakalak. You guess walk luck. You should have stuck with Moog. It was Moog. Ah, damn. <laughs> uh, March 25th, 2016, Brian Elliott recorded his third consecutive shutout, the third time he had done that with the Blues, and his 25th with the Blues overall as St. Louis clinched a playoff berth with a 4 to nothing win versus Vancouver. Vancouver! <laughs> Joel. You got it right this time. <laughs> uh, uh, Vancouver, uh, uh, Joel Edmondson also scored his first NHL goal in this game. I remember that. It's it's weird, the, the weird little things you remember. Um, I had a, a friend ask me, hey, do you remember in 2003 who scored their first goal against Patrick Waugh? And I go, yeah, Peter Sena. Yeah, right. And I'm like, how do I remember that? I was in a bar watching that game. I don't know why I remember that either. I was in a bar watching that game. You were with me, Bill, weren't you? Uh, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, so we yeah. all three remember Peter Sena's first NHL goal. It was the Blues' only goal in that game, I think. I think so, but, yeah. They lost like 3-1. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. it was like the last game of the season. Um, he was, yeah. Uh, signed out of Colorado College right before that game. Hobie Baker, a yep. winner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Pierre McGuire right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look like Mike Milbury, so you got all bases yes. covered. Wow, awesome. <laughs> I love my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, March 25th, 2019, last year, the St. Louis Blues hosted Cardinals Night. Uh, Colton Preco recorded his 100th career assist on a goal by Ryan O'Reilly. And uh, Alex Petrangelo recorded his 300th assist on a goal by Zach Sanford. So, and the Blues obviously wore the, the Cardinals-Blues mashup jerseys and warm-ups. 
and I wanted to talk about these for a little bit. The the Blues mash the Blues Cardinals mashup jerseys. Uh, I think the Cardinals versions of these jerseys have been kind of bad. The car the Blues ones look pretty good, I think. But the but there's a picture floating around of uh, Marcelo Zuna. I would share it right now, but I can't see my screen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, of with the shirt tucked in, and it's, it looks really bad. But so. What do you guys think of the uh, Blues mashup, uh, Blues Cardinals okay, mashup so, jerseys? So here's what I think about this. I think that baseball, uh, okay, hockey jerseys turned into baseball jerseys. Just, it's not a good look. It just, it's never seemed to work. But I think you can make a pretty good baseball jersey into a hockey jersey. So when you see like the the Blues taking warm ups with those long sleeve Cardinals sweaters. There's a picture you uh, you shared in our little uh, thing here, Kurt, with uh, uh, the old school blue uh, Cardinals blue. jersey. Powder blue, yeah. And it's yeah, the powder blue with uh, with David Backus posing with it. Those look fantastic. Those yeah. are great looking jerseys, and it's just because I think it's easier to turn a baseball jersey into a hockey jersey, opposed to the opposite. <clears throat> Angela, uh, you're a fashionista. See, now I think they both work. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a fashionista. I'm not a fashionista, but I, uh, I like them both. Actually, I, I'm not, I mean, I think that's what it is. I think your eye is not used to seeing it in that way, and then that's what's weirding you out about it. Because I think they're both really, really cool. I, that's one of the things that I love about the Blues Cardinals game and the Cardinals Blues game is I think it's fun to go see what those jerseys is going to look like. I think that that's always been a ton of fun. I think they both look really great. I think that I think that for me personally, the horizontal stripes I think the the Blues have at the bottom on the on the Cardinals short sleeve jerseys, when you tuck it in, you, it looks kind of that's where it gets me personally. So that, that's well, it's because it's because they're tucking it in that you don't like it. Sure, yeah, yeah. and that's that's most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's be honest here too. Yeah. Like I I play with guys in men's leagues who they they tuck the the tops of their jerseys into their uh, elbow pads if you guys you guys have seen that right or they like yeah. they take the the yeah. so that way their their arms are a little more exposed maybe like over the summer it's it's just a little easier to play that way and um it just it doesn't look good like you look at a jersey and you say oh it's a great looking jersey but when the arms are tucked in it just you know and the arms are exposed it looks like a short sleeve shirt I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like a short sleeve shirt. It just doesn't look that good. But when the arms are flowing and, and you've got the whole design down the sleeve, it looks better. I think it's the same thing Angela's saying. You know, when you tuck in the bottom of the shirt, yeah. it just doesn't look right. So I, I think that when you see a hockey jersey as a baseball jersey, it's just it it just doesn't look so, like it fits. So Angela, uh, those who tuck in hockey jerseys like their jeans uh, yay or nay <laughs> no no i mean unless you're a girl a girl a girl can pull that off uh, girls can pull off a lot that guys can't uh i think guys have to be well yeah that's very true but... <laughs> oh, guys a guys have to be very wearing, careful i will admit man a girl wearing a hockey jersey or a hat that is like that's all i ever needed when i was in college like yep i don't need she's a fine looking lady that's that's all I gotta say about her. <laughs> any hat? I have I have questions. Just any hat, like cowboy hat, construction worker hat, baseball hat, like any hat. Like there, I have questions here. 
Uh, construction worker is the only one that you said there that I'd probably say no. Let, let me let me guess, Jeff. You got. I, I'm I'm picturing what okay. you're thinking here. Okay, Jeff. You, uh, baseball hat. The bill is curved a lot, and the yeah. frayed frayed front. That's what that's uh -huh. what you're liking. That's yep. what you're liking. Uh -huh. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good stuff. Overly curved bill, frayed front. That's what that I I, I yes, know Angela, you. Angela, I know what you're know doing, you. except with a hat and not a hand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. I'm trying to show you. I don't have a hat handy, so. <laughs> Um, I forgot you guys could see me because I can't see you guys. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't see anything. Am I moving? Can you see me? Yes. Yeah. No, I see you. You look great. <laughs> okay, I'll take your. Bill's word. just got the same <laughs> nothing expression on his face. Everybody else looks like they're moving. Uh, I'm somebody with a shoe. <laughs> uh, a Boston Bruins fan, I take it. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rapid fire that was tidbits. The it was a was a Rangers game, Rangers and Bruins, where he beat the. I think it was family's yeah. own shoe. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he was a he was a Bruin. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't beat his own fan. That's his own team's fan. He might. He might. Uh, he might. That's true. He might. Uh, rapid fire tidbits from the NHL. The NHL postpones everything: scouting combine, NHL awards, upcoming 2020 NHL entry draft. Uh, no other professional league has postponed their draft as of yet, so there's that. Um, NHL.TV is free for all through April 30th, 2020. Full replays of all 2019-2020 games are available, which is fantastic. Nice gesture by the NHL. Uh, yeah, I suggested that actually the day that they postponed games. I said... Oh man! Please make this free for just a couple weeks, even. And I think I think in the article they released that uh, they credited you for the idea. So there you oh, go. Oh well, they should. Mm -hmm. They should have. I deserve yeah. it. <laughs> I do so much work for this sport. So I'm gonna be that guy. I paid for NHL TV. Do I get a refund? Everyone's getting it for free now. Hey Carter, you still uh, <laughs> you still working every day? You still earning a paycheck? I, I am, but other people who are in paychecks get to watch it for free, too, so why shouldn't Shut I? up. Just shut up. <laughs> You're still making your money. I don't shut care. I, I love NHL you know TV. How many people are out of work N right now? NHL You're TV. Talking with Angela. Angela here isn't getting ambush money. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> NHL TV is fantastic. I'm happy to pay for it. It's getting, getting super cheap compared to everything else. <laughs> like MLB TV and NFL doesn't even have a package online you can watch. So... There you go. NHL is temporar temporarily slashing salaries of league office employees by 25%. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah, I did. So the league is making is oh, taking yeah. the measure to hopefully prevent layoffs be uh, beginning April 5th, uh, April 1st, uh, which is April Fool's Day, which is a odd day to start this. Um, I, <laughs> that, I don't I don't like this. I mean, the NHL, maybe it's a joke, and they're going to be like, "Ha ha! You oh, get all your money." <laughs> that's that's a that'd be a good one. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm sure the people that would appreciate that um, I'd like it. It'd be hard for me. I'm not an employee of the NHL. I I don't like this. I mean I don't. I mean, uh, I mean, 25% is better than you know getting fired. I get it, but uh, I mean you're the NHL. You can't afford so to pay your employees there, through this. But I mean, you know that the billionaires, the millionaires, they're they're going to line their pockets when they can. So I mean, what's the alternative here? But a lot of teams, I, I get the uh, alternative is to just say we're going to pay everybody no matter what. But 
I mean, they're social media person. How much work are you putting in right now as compared to when but, the season's going? Well, the social media person is probably putting a lot more work than most people. But but if my point is, is that uh, the players, you know, the minor league players, they're not they're not playing, and uh, the, the Cardinals, you know, they they're paying them through when they I think uh, they came out and said they're paying them for a while anyway, but. Uh, a lot of people aren't being paid right now, and they're getting compensated by uh, employees of teams. You know, uh, I, I, are there still teams in the NHL that aren't paying their employees? Because a lot of there them came out and said they were. There was some that came out with there was, Boston. There was a couple that came out and said they're going to, or they're going to start a GoFundMe, and not they weren't paying themselves, but we're going to start a GoFundMe for it. Yeah, I saw that. that. That's always inter- that's interesting to me that a GoFundMe gets started to pay the employees of a owners who own you know, maybe billionaires. You know, that's kind of interesting. But okay, each each their own. I, I it's it's weird to hear the NHL say that they're going to pay the employees, dock them twenty five percent on uh, starting April first, when you would think they have the money. I mean. I mean, it's, but it's a really weird time if you don't know how long this is going to go. And I don't know if you guys talked about this while I was missing, but the likelihood of them continuing with the season is, I think, very slim. So, sure. I mean, if the, if the season, if the year is over for them, are they going to be making more money or they have to wait until, you know, next season to start actually making money? It's just a very unfortunate place that everybody's in because you don't know how long this is going to last. You don't know what that's going to be about. And, you know, maybe, maybe you do start a season and they can make their money and then maybe they can give that 25% back. But I, I just don't see that being possible. Yeah. I, I talked with a season ticket holder today and uh, he said that uh, they usually ask for uh, payments for next season for season tickets. And they're not taking that taking payments now. Uh, so I guess, I guess that's true. If the money, if that money is not coming in, then they they're really kind of mm-hmm. in limbo right now. Right. Uh, Dan in yeah, our well, YouTube chat says theoretically it's dangerous to pay people because it could pause all year. That's true. I get it. I get it. That's true. It's, I just uh, yeah, I get it. Initially, okay. it was just it was weird to me, and I I, I just mm, I guess because I'm optimistic and I I I don't think the season was going to resume. So, but I but I think. I don't think this is going to last more than a couple of months, maybe. So uh, hopefully that's the case, but we'll see. Dan adds that once you start paying people, then it may be expected to go on definitely. Okay, I get it. I'm convinced. Uh, so also, uh, Dan, Dan also adds one more thing, and Angela, you'll like this. Uh, by the way, Angela is an absolute saint, all in caps, for staying on this long. And Angela, I will say, we have had many, we've had many, many guests. We've had, what, Andy Strickland, Jeremy Rutherford. I mean, we've had some some pretty good guests on this show. They have never stayed on this long. So, Angela, yes, I agree. You are a saint for staying with us this long. You know. I'm having fun hanging out with you guys. It's been a while since I get to talk hockey. I kind of enjoy, I kind of miss the the hockey talk. So I like it. I like it here. Who's your, let me ask you, you this. Kick who's me your off if you player right now? Oh, no, 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 no. Stay as long as you like. Who is, who's your favorite player right now? <laughs> who's my player right now? 
like of all right time. Now. Like I don't know what the question is. Uh, like, right the, today, the, the players on, on the roster. The players on the roster. Who is your favorite? Perron. It, it's it's Perron. This year, last year, it's always Perron. David Perron's one of my favorite players. He's pretty awesome. I, I miss his white skates, but he's one of my favorites. Oh, oh yeah. Who doesn't miss the white skates? I mean, Andy, I really Andy wish Murray? he would. I really <laughs> wish he'd bring those out just just one time. Maybe in a retro style game. <laughs> he should oh, wear he should wear them when they wear the retro jerseys. Yes, that would be great. I love him. <laughs> Blues, dude, you know fans would love that. You, the minute oh, the minute yes. he'd come out under the rink, people would be like, he's wearing the white skates. I say, yes, I mean, you have to. I don't know why he's not. I kind of was hoping he was going to do that at the All-Star game. I was really hoping for that. But that would have been awesome. I didn't even think about that. that I know. Fedorov, I, uh, so I think I think Fedorov uh, kind of started the white skates and then the Nike white skates. Didn't he have one of the yeah. first pair? Yeah, he wore the Nikes. Yeah, yep. didn't he have the uh, the aluminum Nike stick too? Uh, a lot of people had aluminum Nike stick. I had I had that stick. That was, that was a good I had stick. one and it was stolen from me from my goalie coach on my high school team. That's what? a real story. So you knew who stole it? About it. And I you... knew who stole it, and he was like, "No, no, no, I didn't what? take it. I saw it in the back of his car." I'm like, dude, it it's sitting right there. I see it. No, 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 no. That's that. I've I've had that. That's mine. Fuck did, you. That's my stick, man. Did you have the uh, silver and green, silver and blue, or silver and maroon? Which it was the silver and green. Okay, so you had the hull. I had the silver and blue. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. I love that stick, man. He he asked me to borrow it because uh, he was working with our goalie in practice. And he was like, oh, hey, I need a lefty stick. Who's a lefty? And I was like, yeah, hey, man, I got a Nike aluminum in there. Just take it. And so he went in. He, you know, used it the whole practice, which was fine. Next thing I know, it's not in there. It's not in the, the locker room afterward. I'm like, what the hell? So I approached him in the parking lot, and he was like, no, man, I, uh, I put it in the locker room. I don't know where it is. I looked in his car, and I saw it sitting there. And I go, dude, that's my stick. I see it in there. It's cool. Just, you know grab it and give it back to me no problem like i i won't be mad it's it's an honest mistake no no no. that's mine mm. well then why did you ask to borrow a stick earlier asshole yeah i'm i'm still pissed about that and that was jesus 14 years ago what's what's his name what's his name where does he live he wants to go over there and uh and take uh, i gotta think of his name you know what i, I might have to actually text my goalie friend and and he'll he'll tell me i'll think about it but I will call him out on air because he deserves it. You should uh, find him on social media and call him out and say, hey, you owe me a stick. You owe me a Nike aluminum stick. Nike I wonder or if this many years. I wonder if this many years later he would actually admit to taking it now. Yeah, yeah, it was me. That's what I want to know. Because, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stuff that you wouldn't admit to at the time, but now you're like, yeah, okay, that happened. Yeah, what's he going to do? It was 20 years ago. Who cares? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, here's uh, a great question real quick from Dan Hall. He says, uh, what are each of you, including Angela, working on during this quarantine that you always wanted to do but didn't have time to do? Angela, we'll start with you. Is there anything oh, going on right now? Oh, 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 oh. I mean, to be honest with you, I've been working on my, my demo reel and resume. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which cool. Is okay. Cool, but that's what I've been working on. 
I guess I need to pick up a hobby is what he's telling me. Dan is telling <laughs> yeah, me right. I need to start to learn how to play guitar. I'd like to learn to play guitar. I don't have a guitar and I can't go to the guitar store because it's closed. But I'm going to say uh, the first step in learning how to play the guitar is to have a guitar. Well, I don't have one and I'm pretty <laughs> sure guitar stores are non-essential, so they're probably not open. Oh, uh, yeah, right. It's right. probably true. All right. How about you guys? What are you guys working on? Yeah, Jeff, what are you working on? I'm texting my goalie right now, so oh. <laughs> or, I, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I've got a utility room in my basement that I want. To, there's a portion of it that I want to uh, build a workbench and uh, bring some of my tools from the garage down into the basement and, and set that all up as a as a work area. So that's something I want to do. I think I probably should be doing, but I don't think Lowe's is open to buy the wood to do that. No, Lowe's is open. That are is considered an essential business yes Lowe's is essential okay I yeah. wonder really okay construction construction is counted into that and Lowe's falls under the construction category okay good to know I may go to Lowe's fun facts from Angela cool awesome and if they're closed <laughs> that's the name I will... of Angela's that's the name of Angela's new podcast is fun facts from Angela <laughs> fun facts and it's just me spewing random information great yes <laughs> You should. You don't have a podcast, do you, Angela? Everyone else. Does. I do not. I do, I don't have a podcast. You should. Uh, Hell, you should even start. A, we have a podcast. You should start a blues podcast because literally everybody else has one. I um. I feel like if there's that many, I'll I'll just hang out with you guys when you invite me. Okay. You well, were that... on. Uh, you were on Blues NHL podcast for a while. Yes, okay. I was. I was actually on there every once a week. That was cool. That was fun. Good guys I over got... there. Yeah, I got to give the insight into what was happening in the stadium, but then, then, then when I went to the Rays, they didn't want my input anymore. <laughs> oh. Well, Angelo, we will always take your input. Hey, on thanks. The radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I've been working on is uh, something that a lot of people know I do. I've been trying to upload more classic NHL games I have from my VHS tapes on uh on youtube whenever i get a chance so as i said i work from home now and um i've got two screens and my work computer only allows me to use one screen so i use the other for editing and uploading video so that's what i've been doing so check out my youtube channel if you haven't seen it and yes angela i'm a huge nerd i upload videos from like the late 90s to like early 2000s of, of blues games and other I did not too. call you a nerd. I did not call you a nerd at all. I thought it was a, a fun hobby. I don't, I don't well, even think you. I don't, I don't think a nerd is an insult, really. It's uh, it's more. Oh, nowadays it's not like, anymore. Oh no. yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah. yeah. There's I'm difference the difference between geeks and nerds, though. It's it, it, there's a difference. I'm not sure what it is exactly, but there's a difference. And I think there I is. think I'd, I'd rather be a geek. I'd rather be a geek. If you're asking me. Which you didn't. No, no, you, I don't think that's Nobody's true. Nobody's asking you. you don't I don't think, think that's, I don't think that you want to be, I think the geek is the, like the nerd is like the guy who's just like really smart or really techie. Okay. And the geek is like the guy with no social skills who doesn't know how to talk to women. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah. That, and right I, would not, I would not want to be that. Okay. So. Well, I, I feel like that's how that goes. I could be, I mean, in my head, that's how it goes though. Wow, Jimmy Anderson. I love that's, it. Love that's it. Uncalled Jimmy. For. Love it. Nerd basically means Bill Day. <laughs> what is that? Out of left field. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah. 
I mean, he's getting the ugly Ronaldo, and he's getting the he's spilling beer on his keyboard, and <laughs> it's just, it's like I said before, I love my life right now. <laughs> Uh, so far, two NHL players, both unnamed members of the Ottawa Senators, have tested positive for the novel coronavirus. Those are the only two that have uh, NHL players that we know of that have the virus. They, the Blues came out and said that a relative of a Blues employee mm-hmm. has tested positive, which I thought was a funny story. <laughs> How far do we go? Yeah, my grandpa's a- sister. Well, no, because it makes sense if it's like a, if it's a family member, they're around and then they went to work and were around other people. That makes sense that they, odd that it was like on the news, but I think it needs to be told to those employees. And I'm I'm wondering how much, once they do more and more testing, I'm wondering how many more people are going to, going to have it too. Right. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Weird times. We're living in really weird times. Very much so. Uh, You know, Sportsnet. Kids are going to learn about down the road. Kids are going to learn about this weird shutdown of life in history books. And I'm wondering, too, uh, I told my kids the other day, I was like, you know, you guys, because they're in third and fourth grade. And I'm like, you know, you guys are going to look back on this and say, oh, yeah, I remember that time we got to to stay home from school Mm -hmm. for a few weeks or whatever, a month, or couldn't finish the school year or however long it goes Mm -hmm. because of this uh, this virus. It's going to... Yeah, like you said, it's going to be in history books and stuff. It's going to be one of those things where wow. it's weird. Do your kids realize what's going? On? I always wonder that, like, because I don't have any children. So, do your kids realize what's going on, or is it more like I get to stay home from school? This is so awesome. Um, you know, I don't. I think they like working here at home, but I don't know if they've grasped the the severity of it. Um, I don't actually. I don't think a lot of people have grasped the severity of it no. <laughs> um, to some degree. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they understand a little bit, um, but I don't think they really are concerned. They don't know anyone that has it. They don't. So they, right. their immediate family and their friends and stuff, they don't have it. So they, they're kind of like, okay, we're dealing with it. I have the news on a lot here at home, which is not, sh- I'm not sure if it's a good idea or a bad idea. But um, so they catch things and bits and pieces. And my daughter's a sponge. So she soaks up everything. I so I, I'm sure she knows more than I think she does, but they don't yeah, let on like it bothers them at all. Yeah, it's just that to me is weird. Like I took a walk around the neighborhood today, and it was clearly written in you know with a ch- a child's handwriting, and it was like the sidewalk chalk, and it said, "Take a moment to boo the coronavirus," and it had like a big X out on what was supposed to be like a photo of a virus, and I was like, "Huh, that's kind of what got me started thinking." I'm like, I wonder how kids are taking this all in because obviously they know something's off. They get to be home and taught by their mom or dad or whoever. So just interesting. Well, something I know about you is that you have a elementary education degree. So <laughs> you, you learned imagine. that earlier today. You had no, no I've always known. Today. I've always <laughs> known that about you. Uh, no, I mean, my, well, my son has special needs. So he's, I, I, I do think he's a, a little bit more, I don't want to sound negative here, but I think he's a little more oblivious. But uh, I asked my my wife earlier who works in uh, uh, preschool education. Uh, She works with, um, what's that called? Uh, uh, Early Early childhood. Mm -hmm. Early childhood. Thank you. Yes. Um, She's in early childhood. And and, um, she said that her kids don't really understand, which thinks like kindergarten, first grade. She thinks that's when they really kind of start to get like, like my son all the time. I mean, he sees me putting socks on and he comes up to me and he goes, bye-bye. 
And I'll go, no, no, bye-bye, buddy. We're not going bye-bye today. And he'll just go, like, he'll, he'll again, he'll see me maybe changing shirts or going to take a shower, and he'll go, bye-bye, bye-bye. And I'm like, no, Shay, we're not going bye-bye. Like, he, he wants to go somewhere, and it's just, you know, he'll ask, like, zoo. He'll ask school. He'll ask bus. But today he was asking store. Like, it was like, please, Take me anywhere but here. I just, so. I just want to leave the house. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, so when he sees you, so when he 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 sees you shower, it's like, oh, today's Saturday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the weekend. It's the weekend. My dad is showering. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sportsnet uh, proposed some possible playoff scenarios if the season uh, did resume, uh, which hopefully it does. Uh, I don't think. It's very optimistic that it will, but you know we'll see. Um, one suggest there's like five or six suggestions here, so I'll, I'll just run these down, and you guys can let me know, uh, yay or nay, if you like these or not. So the first suggestion was a March Madness style single elimination no. tournament. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, Would, especially I, as a Blues fan, their game is wearing other teams down. Single game, no, they'd be screwed. Yeah. I, I agree. A lot of teams would. You know, you get any given any given day you can lose a game to a, anybody. I mean the was it what's the line from Mall Rats? When uh, the whale beats uh was it Montreal? Once, maybe twice in a lifetime? Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably lost on Angela. There's a song Make Love to the Stanley Cup. It's a Vancouver Canucks song. It's on YouTube. It's anyway. Okay, I'll look it up after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, we've played on the show before, and YouTube dinged us for copyright uh, infringement, so we can't uh, do that anymore. No, uh, don't do that again. No. Uh, second option was to rank the teams by point percentage. The top seven in each conference get in, leaving one spot open on each side of the draw. Now, now have your single elimination bracket as the next eight teams, seeds eight through 15, compete for that final playoff spot in the east and west. So naturally, you'd rank the competing teams one through eight in each conference. Uh, Detroit does not get in. Again, anything with single elimination, I'm not for. So I'm, I'm going to say no on that one as well. well wait, are, are we just playing for for funsies playoffs? Or are we playing for like win the Stanley Cup playoffs? This is Stanley. This is I don't. This is Stanley Cup playoffs. This is to award no, the cup. No, then I don't like that either. Yeah, me either. No. Uh. Take the top eight teams in each conference and rank them by points, point percentage. Now have the first and final rounds be best of nine series that allow teams more time to find their footing when they come back from a long layout. This is like going right into playoffs after the you know, cancel the rest of the season, go right into playoffs. So they give a nine games, nine game series uh, that allows more teams to find their footing when they come back from a long layoff and gives an elongated showcase series at the end. So in the middle, you could whittle down the best of three or five to some, to save some time uh, and it's saying, can't you see the headline? Game nine, it's all on the line. If you're wondering, Major League Baseball has used best of nine series before. Uh, that was a long time ago, including the infamous 1919 Black Sox series. Uh, I don't like that either. That's that's too complicated. And, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Nope. I think Not at okay. this point, if you're actually going to award the cup to somebody, it, it has to have a little asterisk by it. Like, didn't really count. You know what I mean? No matter how you award it, because they're not going to be able to come back and finish this season and do playoffs. I just think that's highly not going to well, happen. 
there was that conversation for the strike shortened season where the there was a cup awarded that season, mm-hmm. but they only played half a season. I guess that's so. true. All right. Fair enough. We could <laughs> just do what, what Bruins fans are calling for, and whoever would have won the President's Trophy, oh, man. they get the Stanley Cup. That I, You know what? It's funny because you, you saw the conversation I had uh, with the, oh, yeah. some Bruins fans about uh, how they said that it's in the rule book that the team, if a, if a season is canceled, the team with the most points when the season is canceled is awarded the Stanley Cup. And I was like, what? So I looked <laughs> in the rule book. It is not anywhere in the rule book. And, and you kept asking them to cite it. I just said, where is it? have nothing. No. He said, I found it. It's, 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 it's too, I, I, you know, and, and I, I found it and a, and a sports, uh, a sports outlet found it too. So they said to prove him wrong. And I was like, I, you can't, I can't prove that it's not in there. How is that? How is it impossible? But yeah. Just so, post a copy of the entire it's, rule book. <laughs> it, it's funny because I, looking through the rule book, I've never looked for Stanley Cup references before in the rule book. It doesn't mention the Stanley Cup as a trophy anywhere in the rule book. It doesn't mention awarding any type of trophy whatsoever to the champion in the rule book. Nothing. It just talks about rules and things and That's games. That's because and when the Stanley Cup was was first instituted, it wasn't to the NHL champion. Right. I know, but they've amended the, the rule book since and uh, and uh, various times, and they. Could have put something in there, but they don't. And the NHL doesn't actually own the Stanley Cup anyway. Yeah. So that's that could be why it's not in there. That's but, why in 0405 there was people saying that uh, there should be a tournament between men's league teams yeah. to determine a Stanley Cup winner. <laughs> yeah, that was, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And because because the cup was awarded uh, before the NHL existed to other leagues, so that's that's interesting. It's not yeah. always just been a Stanley Cup thing, uh, an NHL thing. Okay, so next option. Uh, so we've agreed uh, all of these so far are crap. Uh, I'm assuming, uh, are any of these good? Uh, you know, <laughs> may, maybe. But this is coming from Sportsnet. So, I mean, they're, I mean, they're just like, I don't know. If you, to me, if you can't have four rounds of, of best of seven, you can't, you can't do it. But So the second last one was rank the squads by point percentage in East to West. Seeds four and five of a one-day play-in to leave four clubs on either side of the ledger. Now, if time allows, you do a best-of-seven series the rest of the way with an option to do a best-of-five first round if required. See, all this is complicated and stupid. Uh, it takes three series wins to make the cup final under normal circumstances, and teams usually hang a banner to mark that achievement. Hanging out rings for three series wins would be legit. I don't agree with that either. The only way that I've seen that I – and I don't know if it would even work – that you take – the most amount of games played and for the uh for for the nhl the blues are up there that's 71 games played um uh tied with like vegas and edmonton and winnipeg uh anaheim those kind of teams have played 71 games so you take the teams that have not played that amount of games 69 games 70 games and you have them all face each other until everybody gets to 71 games and again I don't know if that will work because there's going to be maybe an odd team out. But, you know, you look at a Detroit and Ottawa and you just say, well, they don't really matter. Um, <laughs> so, you have, so you have them play each other to where everybody gets to 71 games. Then you take the top eight teams from each conference. You do the best of seven, whether that's in July, whether that's in August, whenever you can resume the season. And then maybe you restart the NHL season in November 
maybe that's that's the only way I see it where I think you could still play this out to where you get fair amount of, of teams in the playoffs and, and then you start the next season. That's the only way I see this working. Here, here's the, the last one. So have three rounds of best of five or seven, give everyone a few days off to rest, and then the media takes care of the hype no. To have to have to uh, listen. This is the best part. <laughs> to, uh, to have them meet in a Super Bowl type event, one nope. game Stanley Cup final, uh, neutral site, uh, assuming travel restrictions have loosened and fans of both teams can make the trip. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying I like this idea. I don't. But if they did it anyway, um, and had like a week off before this big, huge uh, Super Bowl type Stanley Cup final game. Uh, and people, you know, uh, it was the buildup for the whole week. And then the, the entire day of the game would be like Super Bowl Sunday where people would just like have parties and stuff. I'm like, that would be kind of fun if they did it that way. It wouldn't be better than a seven game series. But if they did it that way, the hype and the parties that day, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you're What if you did like a tournament style? If you did like a weekend and you said, all right, we're going to have playoffs before this, and then we're going to have a uh, best of three between the top four teams. And then the championship tournament is played on a Sunday. And it's kind of like the All-Star game. Uh, oh, you man. play two games, maybe three games if, if it gets tied, and uh, you know maybe two periods each. I don't know. Is, is that something you'd, the, you'd like? The same team playing? I, I'm saying... You enter the weekend with four teams. Yeah. One team walks away as the victor. So you'd have uh, on Saturday, you'd have all the semifinal games or, or I guess the conference final games. Oh, so one off. And then on Sunday, you'd have maybe a, a best of three in one day, but each game is only two periods. What? Yikes. Oh, no, no. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this is now you just, just... <laughs> stop that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying this isn't gonna work. You no, just, I, I agree. I, either I, you either push everything back, and you just continue where everything was at, or you just don't award a victor this year. I don't. I don't think you can push everything back because I don't think the guys are still, you know, in that same shape that they were in just a couple of weeks ago when they were playing and then you have to give them time to to get back you know on their skates and ready to go and i mean did everybody stay here probably not some of them probably went back to their homes wherever they're originally from i would assume from what from what they're saying uh, that they need to start the season uh to where they can end the playoffs no later than mid to late july I think I think the it's kind of the, the consensus is if if they do get started back up again, they would have to be able to finish the playoffs by late July. And that's pushing it pretty soon. Yeah, like, well, what was the cutoff for that? Like what at what the, time would it have to be back I, to being people? I think I think May. I think uh mid May, I think. Okay. Isn't it? Or early May? Yeah, early or uh, mid to late May is what I yeah. saw. So well, that I mean, I feel like that's still possible. It's possible, but but then you're but only here in March. So but you're but you're not having the rest of the regular season. Then you just do playoffs. You're just going straight to playoffs. Pretty sure that's the way it would work. Yeah. 
which is which I, is rough. Would those games be in front of people, or would those games be in front of empty stadiums? Probably all depends on what the CDC decides uh, is safe for people to do. I mm -hmm. guess. I'm gonna. I'm just spitballing, but. Interesting. I, I I defer to the CDC on all this stuff. I mean, that that's they're, they're the <laughs> stop, experts. Stop, you know, stop I, deferring. I, well, no, I just they don't I mean, know. They don't know about hockey. Stop deferring to them. That's true. <laughs> that's true. They don't. That's true. I, I probably do know more than most of the average person at CDC about hockey. But yeah, I I don't know. I I'm very I'm a, I'm a very optimistic person in general. I'm super optimistic about everything. Every year leading up to last season, I thought, yeah, the Blues got a shot, but um. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty pessimistic about the rest of the season based on the way things are going. Well, uh, I think gotta, we're all locked in our houses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a uh, we got a great great uh, comment here from Winning Unlimited in the YouTube chat. Let's sue the NHL. Argue the Stanley Cup does not belong in the NHL, but the game of hockey. We sue for a chance for Ponder's Beer League group to play for the cup as the greatest team. I am all for that winning unlimited LBS. <laughs> Award it to the uh, Stanley Ponder tournament. Yeah, there you go. The yeah. Stanley Ponder Cup tournament that we have every November. So fans, make sure you come for that. Hmm. <laughs> I think a lot of those scenarios are fine for video hockey, but not so much for real life situations. Although the Super Bowl thing could be kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. It'd be kind of neat. But I, I don't think they should do it. I mean, I, be I see fun... your point on that one being, if, if you made it that big. Yeah. It'd be a fun day. You can make it that I big hype up. If you made the like hype, Angela yeah. said, I feel like you would probably have to put a huge asterisk there that it wasn't really a Stanley Cup winner. I mean, there's, there's already going to be something weird about this season if they finish it. So... You know what I mean? It, there's there's going to be yeah, less but games if played. they were able to, yeah, but if they're yeah. able to like really do it the way that we're all accustomed to, it would be less bad than like, hey, let's do this one game off elimination and then let's go and have a Super Bowl hockey style, and that's just all all of it's odd. I I think if they were to end the season or and and maybe the the teams that are fighting for the last spot or two in the in each conference to have a a like the I don't know, two or three teams have a small little tournament for the to play in for those last two spot or two in each conference and then have the full four rounds, best of seven each. I think that would go over okay. I think that'd be fine. Yeah, that's um, probably the best. But I, other than that, I don't know what they would do that would make it fair. This All these goofy best of nine, best of three, one-off March Madness tournament style, no. That's that's too that's too yeah. weird. You wouldn't you, – you'd have – it would never be fully looked at like you won the cup legitimately. So, yeah, yeah. agree. Um, Dan Hall asked a good question there in the YouTube chat. Is the NHL waiting to hear what the NBA is saying about their league conclusion and playoffs plan? I think it's just a wait and see for every league. I think they're all waiting for one league to make the first move. And then they'll say, okay, yeah, we'll follow suit with what they did. I think that's well, kind I mean, of I don't think. I don't think anybody can make a move until people are allowed to leave their houses. You know what I mean? That's like true. I, right. That is true. So you're just wait. I mean, we don't know when that is. You, you hear them one day, say a couple weeks, you hear them the next day, say a couple months. So that's, those are very drastically different to me who hates being locked in my home. Like those are drastically different. What, what's the, are you going to, 
when will you leave your home, Angela? Will it be when the state says you can, or would you take it upon yeah. yourself to leave before that if you think it's okay? Well, I mean, I'm I'm no expert on diseases, <laughs> so like I would wait until probably I would probably very still be very cautious with you know washing your hands and wiping off everything. Like you go to the grocery store now, and I have to wipe off everything and. And then you see the people with the mask and I'm like, ooh, am I supposed to have a mask? Am I supposed to have one of those? So I don't, I'll wait probably, I just want to leave my house. I just want to go really, when can I go back to work? That's all I care about. When yep. am I allowed to go back to work? Cause I will go back to work the second the state allows me to go back to my job. I, I when I go, when I, when I walk into a, like last weekend I went out to get bread and milk because I was out of bread and milk. Bread and so milk. I did. Get bread and milk. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I was not hoarding. I was just like, I legitimately was out, so I had to go get some. Um, I didn't have to, but I, I wanted, so I did. And just walking to the store and not touching anything, because the first store I went to didn't have anything. Walked in, walked out, didn't touch a thing. I felt dirty. I felt like something was on me. <laughs> I was like, oh you're, my now, God. Now you've got it in your head and you're afraid. And I had never seen the movie Contagion until this all happened. And I was like, oh, apparently I need to watch that movie. And then I watched that movie and I'm like, it's this, I'm, this is, I'm watching life. Like this is our life. I'm all, we're all locked inside. And I, I just, that I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of being told what to do, apparently. Have you seen? It's uh, funny because we, I was on Netflix the other night and it said that, uh, you know, the top, watched movies or whatever contagion sure. outbreak and then a bunch of like zombie movies and i'm like everybody's like wanting to watch movies about having to like stay inside and not go anywhere like that's, that seems like the opposite of what people should want to watch right now have you guys seen uh 28 days later no no oh i haven't heard of it 28 days later. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it is not an, the sequel to 28 Days the Sandra Bullock. No, no, it, <laughs> no, no, not even close. Uh, it's it's a yeah it's 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 a, it's a zombie like uh, apocalyptic uh, kind of a you know infection thing. It's interesting. Mm. I, I, it's 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 good. I mean, I thought it was good. It's uh, it's worth a watch if you if you like that kind of thing. Yeah, when I went to the store, there was no Twinkies there, and I had posted on my social media like, "Why are you people only eating the Twinkies?" Like, I kind of eat sort of healthy, so like everything I wanted was available—oranges, apples, that kind of thing. But all the Twinkies were gone, and then they told me apparently there's a zombie movie that people eat the Twinkies stay forever or something. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I didn't know that. I didn't know about. The I've Twinkies. heard that that apparently like Twinkies are supposed to live forever. Yeah, they never go that's back. That's what they said. Yeah. It's like, a it's like it's like a McDonald's hamburger. It like doesn't grow mold, or it's. Wait, it's, does McDonald's hamburger never go bad? Is that what I should be stocking up on? I don't know if that's like an urban legend or something, but I I'm pretty sure I I saw someone took a like a regular hamburger that you make at home and a McDonald's hamburger and they put them both under glass and the uh, the McDonald's one looked fine like a month or two six months later, and the other oh, one was like disgusting. No. Oh, yeah. don't tell me because all, all the stuff in there, all, that, all the extra. That 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 could that I could be I could be it could have been a hoax or something, but that's what I saw. I saw well, now McDonald's is going to sponsor the show, so thanks for. <laughs> no, their burgers last forever. That's a good thing, right? That's no, true, yes, I guess. Yeah, I it mean, depends you're, what you're talking about, but they have the it, best Happy Meal ever. So oh, that's do. true. The that's best true. fries, best fries. Who here doesn't oh, want a Happy God, Meal yes. toy? 
Hi, I would Lisa. love a Happy oh. Meal with a Happy Meal toy. Come Dude, on. when my son gets a Happy Meal toy, I'm so excited. I'm more excited than he is. I'm like, oh, yes. what'd you get? What'd you get? You know what, though? They, the toys aren't what they used to be in the Happy Meals. They used to be better. I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to lie. They had some cool toys oh. back in the day. I don't know. I have, I have a niece and a nephew, and I take the nephew to um, – I always want to take him out to lunch, and I'm like, let's go to McDonald's. And he's like – he calls me Gel Gel. Gel Gel, can we go to Chick Fil A? So apparently McDonald's is Chick Fil A is now what the kids want. I don't know. Okay. Oh my! That's a shame. <laughs> yeah, my kid doesn't really like McDonald's either. He has the chicken nuggets every now and then, but yeah, he typically wants Chick Fil A or uh, Raising Cane's, and it's like, oh, I like Raising come Cane's, on, man. I like Raising, Raising Cane's. Cane's is good. They're good. Yeah. Do, do they have a kids' toy situation? I don't think they do. Really? No kids' meals? I'm sure they have kids' meals, but not a toy. I think they have kids' meals, but I don't think you get a toy. Yeah. Freddy's is good. Is that Freddy's? Freddy's. So Freddy's is only in St. Charles in Missouri. Really? Because there's a couple on this side of the river. It's Freddy's Steak Burgers. A lot like Steak and Shake, but they have a lot yeah. more like custard dessert options. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm South County. You're what? Webster Groves, right, Angela? Well, that's where I'm from. I, I currently am in Crestwood. I live in Crestwood now. Oh, Crestwood. Oh, I used to work out at that uh, Planet Fitness right over there in Crestwood, right by the oh, Schnooks. By the Schnooks, yes. Yeah, okay. It's really close to my house, Ponder. Well, <laughs> I wish I would have known that. I would have stopped by every day. <laughs> That's not weird at all. Not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> all right. I, I, I'm out of topics. And I, I know that uh, Angela is probably like, this show was going on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, don't tell anybody, but having a really good time. <laughs> don't tell anybody, but you're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Angela, man, this, I, I can, I think I can, I can confidently say that you are the longest guest we've ever had. Yes. I didn't know I was setting a record, but I'm in. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we had, we've had, we've had people on for, like I said, I'd Brotherford on for like an hour and a half that one time. Yeah. But nothing like this. This is crazy. You know what? You know what? Uh, uh, take that shirt back. Don't give it to the winner today and give it to Angela for, for being on the show the longest. She deserves it. Yeah. She deserves I think, it. I think the person who won it is going to want to have it themselves. <laughs> I already forgot who it was. <laughs> it was like Amber. I think her name was Amber. Amber something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amber, reach out. Angela, what size shirt do you wear? Um, I don't know. Are they men's or women's? Uh, uh men's, right, Kurt? I believe uh, are the women's sizes. I think they're. I think they're men's sizes. If they're men's sizes, a small. Okay. Well, we will. We will get you a shirt. I promise Yay! you. You just you've earned it. You have yes. earned it. Now, I love it. I would love a shirt. Which which one do you want? There's uh, letsgoblues.com slash shop. There's a handful on there. I don't know. If, I don't well, know if want... let me go ahead and show the one off that I'm wearing. I, I can't see you, remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. Damn. <laughs> I can hear you. I can't see you. Well, I'll tell you what. Go to letsgoblues.com slash shop and let us know which one you want, and we will get one sent to you. Wait, I get to pick? Oh, this is going to be so fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've earned it, ma'am. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> 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 oh, 
they, they, made me, they made me take down a couple of those shirts. You know that, Jeff? Yeah, you told me that. That's a shame. I And I thought that was kind of bogus. I was like, I use their nicknames. You know, Shenner, Petro, and Binner. What, they, what did they make you take down? I had a, you know, the, the shirt style that has the, the, the names like so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and they're stacked vertically and it just keeps going down. Yes. Uh, I, I, I put up, uh, I put, you know, uh, uh, Petro and Shenner and uh, Perry and uh, uh, Schwartzy and Stanley and a little picture Stanley Cup. So I thought that would be fine because they, well, I wasn't using their names. I wasn't using any logos. didn't use the blues reference them at all. But they said, nope can't use a, a lot of players apparently nowadays are trademarking nicknames so oh. they, they're shying away from uh, letting people put nicknames on shirts so I'm like man okay had to take it down oh well, that's sad yeah that's sad that's okay I can't, this won't load right now I'm having all sorts of technical difficulties I'll tell you later they're called <laughs> technological differences technological right differences. right that, that too <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we'll I think we'll wrap it up. And, uh, and yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's, we've, uh, we're... we've gone pretty goddamn long today. Hey, Bill, how you doing over there? Bill's very uh, quiet, you guys. <laughs> it's, it's morning. <laughs> I'm, to... I'm actually. I'm going to have to clip that one off. That's a. That's a. That's a good comment there from Bill. <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't, this is how I'm going to close the show. Usually I do the the the, the exit of song and stuff and the screen. I can't see anything. So I'm going to have to guess where the X is on the browser window. And after we all say bye, I'm going to close the browser window and that'll close the show. <laughs> that's All right. That's, that's what we're going to have to do this show because well, that's again, all I can Angela- do. How can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on any social media platform just by using my name, Angela Sharp. Angela has two L's. Sharp has an E at the end of it. Awesome. Okay. And where can they find the Daily Mix again? Uh, the Daily Mix. You can watch us all the time on STL TV's channel, but it's probably easier for you guys since you're watching this on YouTube to check us out on our YouTube page. Um, STL TV and just find the Daily Mix. And since we're all quarantined inside, you can watch all the past shows too. Hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Okay. Well, Angela, thank you so much. This was so hey. much fun having you on. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. This was a blast. Uh, that'll wrap up episode 57 of season eight of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube chat during the live show. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Thanks again to Angela Sharp for joining us tonight. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Can I get a let's go blues? <laughs> <laughs> let's go blues. <laughs> Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? Only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis blues. The blues.
boobs are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.